Hi, Shades here. Sketch and I are still in quarantine, social distancing under our Mandalorian helmets, still doing our best to help keep you entertained. Thank you for making us part of your COVID survival kit. Personally, I'm going on day 90 of isolation. Uh, It's a crazy time out there. We're all in different states, depending on what state we live in, and in some cases, what city we live in in those states. We're seeing upsetting images on our screens and devices, and it's getting increasingly hard to keep the real world out of our fake worlds. Our show is about providing you entertainment and an escape where you don't have to think too hard and can hopefully just laugh for a little while. We're going to continue to try and provide that. Thank you to all those working on the front lines right now, the essential workers, the first responders. Thank you to those who are doing the very real, very important work of advancing the conversation for equality and social justice in our time all across the multiverse, whether it's on the streets or providing support behind the scenes. These are important conversations. I'm personally doing what I can to listen and share. The whole world is in crisis. If you're feeling overwhelmed, hopeless, or just alone, know that you are not. Our support networks are more important than ever. If you feel like you don't have one, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255 to talk to someone now or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Finally, I'd just like to leave you with some words from the 2009 disaster action thriller movie 2012, spoken in a time of absolute peril by the phenomenal Chiwetel Ejiofor. The moment we stop fighting for one another is the moment we lose our humanity. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking Geeking Out with with Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners, LTLs. Glad you are still with us. How's it going, Shades? I'm well, Sketch. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing um, good. I'm glad to hear that. Guys, every time you join us, uh, you join us in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. Oh, man. Oh, man. Spooky. What a spooky. Now, it's it's dark. It's damp. There's a you, fire going, uh, but it, it is both of those things somehow. You, you might think we are in yet again another sewer. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Nay, nay, LTLs. Nay, uh, nay. This week, uh, Shades and I taking up a little spelunking. Yeah. A little... Rooting uh, around. Shades and Sketch spelunking adventures. I like it. Yeah. Side Copyright show. that. So, uh, yeah, we're just kind of uh, adventuring. We got our torches lit, and uh, we're, we're, we're delving into the, into the belly of the Earth's crust. And um, we are looking for something very specific. Shades, what are we looking for? Dragon eggs. Dragons here, there be dragons. There be dragons here. Uh, so if we are uh, spelunking in a, in a cave looking for dragons, that must we... mean we're talking about... Dragonheart. The 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 universe. <laughs> the, um, oh my god. You you might you might think, oh, Shades of Sketch are taking on a beloved 1996 movie. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Uh but little did we know, long time. Little listeners. did we know, lurking just beneath the surface. This was my turn to have like that night rider moment of did you like did you know? Yeah. And there's also uh a this. Oh my goodness, LTLs. I thought I was signing up for uh, a standalone movie, one and done, some light some light viewing, 
With maybe, a childhood favorite. Maybe a sequel. Maybe. Nay, no. Nay. No. Five movies. We are approaching uh, Fast and the Furious <laughs> size of a franchise. <laughs> yeah, we, we are at, we, are, we have currently surpassed half fa- uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. We're up, we're up to nine. And they're, um, and they're cranking them out. Big, get, we're, we're going to get there in the history. Cranking them out. Oh, my, sketch. It's just, the history is bonkers. It is just ridiculous. So I, I guess before we, um, before we get into it. Do we have a theme song this week for Dragonheart? I believe we do, Sketch. Why don't you take it away? Dragony. Sure. I, it makes more sense if you've seen the movie, but that is... <laughs> That is 100% the theme song of Dragonheart. Um, oh my god. It's kind of a touching, jaunty number. It uh, is. Spoilers for Dragonheart. There'll be spoilers in this episode for all the Dragonheart movies. And and, it, uh, and the Dragonheart video game on the PlayStation 1, Dragonheart Fire and Steel. And the did you know there was a... A Dragonheart game? Video game? I did. I never played it. Okay. Uh, but I, I did know of its existence. Uh, we also spoiled the life and work of Sir Dennis Quaid. I have added <laughs> Sir for his work on this movie. <laughs> Uh, the first movie, of course, does not make a return appearance in the, in the following Refused movies. to come back for subsequent sequels. Oh, did he? Yeah. Was he asked? I guys, we'll get know. there. Guys, we're going to get there. So spoilers <laughs> alert for uh, spoiler alerts for anything dragon related. There you and go. the career of Sir Dennis Quaid. Sir Dennis Quaid. He was knighted <laughs> for this movie. Uh, Shays, true, where should we start when we're, when, we're, when we're taking on Dragonheart? Oh, my. I mean... <sighs> I mean, we always start with our personal history sketch. The D A the D H C U. Do you want to start us off with your personal history? I, th- I feel oh, like yeah. you had I mean, a, a, a a bigger affinity for this. Than yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. Well, I mean, I I have long been um, very pro dragon. I know that's a that's a kind of a hot pop on topic these days, but I, I am firmly pro dragon and I've, yes. I just always liked dragons. And, uh, in, uh, in 96, so 96, I would have been in sixth grade. So the movie came out. I remember we've talked in, in previous episodes, how I used to watch that show that really dived into like practical effects. On right. Movies. Movie behind yeah, the movies. Or I think or it was like movie like magic or movie something magic, like that. Yeah. And they, they had like a full episode or special on the making of this movie. And I remember and loving, that. I vividly, remember this episode of that show because it was just so cool yeah like they put the, a lot of care into did, the effects yeah and i don't think i saw it in theaters because i didn't really start going to theaters like for movies probably to like 97 98 so i probably did not go to theaters to see this but i remember very clearly watching it with my best friend at the time on vhs uh in his house like as soon as it came out I remember really enjoying the movie. I don't think I've seen it ever since. 
Oh wow! Okay, but I've I've always been like, oh, I want to revisit Dragonheart. We should do Dragonheart and geeking out because I really I have such fond memories of that movie. Let's do Dra- Dragonheart. So we finally settled on doing Dragonheart. <laughs> I sold it as an easy one movie experience. <laughs> and then and then you're like, well, did you know there's a sequel? And I was like, I vaguely remember hearing there was a sequel, but I don't think it was that good. We don't have to do the sequel. And then you're like, yeah, but did you know there's also three additional movies <laughs> after the sequel? And I was like, like, did you know this when oh, you sold me no. on Dragonheart? I did not know that at all. Uh, oh, but sketch. pleasantly surprised. What a journey. Yes. I, I took in all five movies. And um, after watching the first Dragonheart, it still holds a very special place in my Dragonheart. Like, are there problems? Yeah, and we'll get there. But it still fills me with with a lot of wonder and joy that I remember from watching it with my best friend in 96, 97. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. And and it's a series where like the over under is like. It's like every other movie is not quite as good as and then the, the one that comes after that is like, oh, OK, cool. They rebounded like they're still putting effort into this shit. Yeah, it it it's a series that goes on despite of itself. You yeah, know? like yep. like like you, uh, we missed a little on that one. We can do better on the next one. You, you have you have the first one and it's, and it's which good. is near perfect. Yeah, of a film as you could get very, very good. That makes then, for great audio, longtime listeners. I've got my air quotes going there. And then you got two, which is the polar opposite, which <laughs> is just like horrible. It, there it was, was a like second dragon. They were like, oh, and despite how good the first one is, let's make a god awful one for the second one. And then 15 years later, someone's like, you know what? In spite of the really bad number two, <laughs> let's make a really good number three. <laughs> And then it just keeps going like that. And just, it does, yeah. Like, uh, you know, we we were we, we you know, or we we told, you know, we're we're building this universe, and then uh, you know, and, and then five, we're going to do something else, and and it's it's kind of like an anthology thing. And you're right, it just keeps going in spite of itself. And longtime listeners, you might be thinking now, like, well, that's nice. They wrapped it up in in the fifth movie. No, oh no, no, no. The fifth movie came out. <laughs> This year, it uh, yeah, five debuted in February of 2020, right before uh, we retreated to our Mandalorian helmets. Was it? Uh, maybe this is a history question. It was what? a Netflix release. Yeah. Oh, okay, it was a Netflix release. Okay, yep. okay, it, it, and then um, uh, whatever Blu-ray, let's say, yeah, the physical copy, yeah, physical copy, and and available on um, Amazon. Okay. For digital distribution and physical sales. Chase, do you have like specific history with Dragon? Yeah, actually, I do. So, um, I think I've talked at length about uh, how my my Graham was my movie buddy. Yeah, and we would go, go and see movies, and I can vividly remember the the movie poster, like mm-hmm. seeing the teaser poster where it's like the the setting sun and um, Draco like wings expand like that iconic image where he's flying up in front of the setting sun and like that was the the teaser poster that might have been just the actual poster too best visual of the movie right yeah they didn't really do teasers i feel like back in the 90s it was just like the poster and make it look as cool as possible yeah um yeah it's like the image of the movie and i remember seeing that and just not not being able to wait like that was the movie i was waiting for um were were you a dragon kid I don't know that I was a dragon kid per se, but like, um, 
I have, I've always loved history. So like anything set in like the like knights and dragons, like what kid doesn't like knights and dragons? I feel yeah. like. Yeah, we challenge it's like, kids. It's like back. I feel like that's baked into like childhood. Sure. And like our imagery and, and story, the children's stories and rhymes and, and bedtime stories and things like that. I don't know. I haven't been a kid in a while. Um, so. I wasn't like a dragon kid, but it's okay. You know, give me a dragon and and I'm you know, I'm amused for two hours. Yeah. And and like that's cool. A dragon and, is a great way to maintain attention for two hours. Yes, it is. Um and I mean the kind of the downfall of the movie in retrospect once we get into the history. But yeah, I remember seeing that poster and and uh this was a movie that Graham and I saw together and she she fucking loved this movie. Nice. Like Dennis Dennis Quaid and Sean Connery. Yeah. Like that's that's Graham's target de- demographic right that's there. That's Graham Gold right yeah. there is what I that mean, is. And she loved this movie. And like she would always like give you the report of like what happened in the movie. She would ex- like explain everything to you. So like spoilers, like, you know, 2020 shades is like, whoa, Graham, spoilers, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, she would delight in telling you everything that happened in the movie. Yeah. Um, and this was a movie, rare, a rare instance where we went and see it a second time. Nice. And like nice. I would see movies like two and three and four and five times but but graham would usually like drop me off the second time yeah she like she uh she really enjoyed this one it was she, i know she had it, to get her some more quaid yeah <laughs> oh man that sounds like uh some kind of uh inappropriate uh substance that you would put in someone's drink it does a little bit apologies uh, that- <laughs> apologies dennis quaid <laughs> sir sir dennis quaid you've been you've been quaid You've been quaid. Yeah. Been quaid um, low. Oh boy. Um how, how did that happen? Where was I? Uh yeah, so I saw it as a kid and I remember like also catching it. It was a movie that would air regularly, I feel like, on sci-fi USA kind of thing that was always on on like movie marathon weekends. And I remember seeing pieces of the sequel i knew the sequel existed and i knew i had seen pieces of it um i don't know that i saw it all the way through i just remember not enjoying the second one Mm -hmm. and uh still not enjoying the second Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. but uh, i'll just say like in looking through like we talked about possibly ruining the um dennis quaid experience some of my favorite movies are in his imdb um like what an interesting cur- or like even if they're terrible movies like delight in in watching them like yeah. um he's in all night long he's in um jaws 3D he plays Mike Brody uh he's in the uh, the right stuff he's in um i i quite possibly the most like Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid has ever been when he is portraying Jerry Lee Lewis in Great Balls of Fire, the Jerry Lee Lewis story, um, which is just a bonkers movie. Um, it was like the first biopic of like a, sing- a singer, rock and roller, and it's just batshit crazy. He is Doc Holliday in Wyatt Earp, um, my second favorite Wyatt Earp movie. For those um, of you keeping track at home. I mean, it's it's great. He's in the parent the parent trap with the one with uh, the Lindsay Lohan one. Lin- Lindsay Lohan one, yeah. He's the dad in that. 
He's uh, in The Rookie. You remember The Rookie? Yeah. Yeah, I do, the actually, rookie? now. Oh, yeah. I like. I never put that together. The Day After Tomorrow? Oh, is the, he? The, it's like Ice, he's the dad. And like every, he has to walk across oh. like frozen America to find his kid. Like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is one of those ones where like, I know I've seen him and stuff. I just can't think of what they are until you list them. And I was like, oh yeah, that was Dennis Quaid. And he's, to me, he's the guy that like, when you know something's going amiss in your movie, you hire him. Okay. Because he's not, he's not like an actor's actor he's not like a shakespearean actor and he's not a character or actor but he's also not like a george clooney who just like shows up and plays himself mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe him like he's just a solid actor like he's not he's just something about him is showing he's, up doing his job yes and like he's honest he's i don't honest know guy. him well, it's like when Clooney shows up, you like get George Clooney, sure. right? Yeah, like you, yeah. ne- you would never believe that he's Batman. You get Clooney like, to have Clooney in your movie. Right. But you don't, I feel like you don't hire Dennis Quaid because you want Dennis Quaid. You hire, because he's like. Shots fired Dennis Quaid. <laughs> you don't hire him because you want him. I mean, no, you hire I mean, him because you have to fix your you movie. You hire him because he's just a solid actor, not mm-hmm. because like putting his name on the poster is just going to sell the movie. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, like I said, he's doing honest work. He comes yeah. in, he, 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 gives it, uh, he gives it his all. He doesn't phone it in. So anyway, that was a long way of me saying, like, I fucking love Dennis Quaid. I don't know why. Like, in a similar vein of, like, John Cusack. I, I really like, I really like the Dennis Quaid um, insurance commercials right now. Like. What? Yeah, he's doing insurance commercials, what? which are great. I love them. Uh, I don't know why. Because he, he comes across just, like, as an everyman. He comes across as an everyman, even though he is Dennis Quaid. Oh, my God. Hey, look, it's Dennis Quaid, our new spokesperson. Yeah. Oh, but, my God. This is brilliant. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to watch it with the sound on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy those. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, there's one of your we'll, recommendations. Uh, we'll link to those in the show notes. There you go. So, yeah, that's a long way. It's a long winded way of saying, like, I love Dennis Quaid, but not even he could save this movie, uh, in my opinion. Wow. Wow. I still enjoyed the movie, guys. I also enjoyed the movie, um, but it's it's not as um, enjoyable as I remember as a kid. Let me, let me just put it that way. Well, there are some There's there some, are some grievous things that you can't overlook yeah. that I guess as a kid you could overlook. Right. Um, what should we do the history of the movies i mean it's i i think the only fair way to talk about the history of the movies is to like as we like finish because i I imagine we're gonna go kind of organically and we're not just gonna like go through every movie but like to talk about each one i'll be like talking for a good 20 minute sketch yeah the history of dragonheart is nobody wants that fucking bonkers i mean it is insane all right. Well, we'll, uh, let's, Shall, should we get into it? Should we should we start with maybe a vi- oh, uh, like the lightest of synopsises for all five movies, just so everyone goes on this journey with us? OK, do you want to you want to start us off? I mean, I'll just spitball them. Yes. Yeah. OK, cool. Okay, so, kind of pepper in where I Dragonheart one. Dragonheart one is about a knight who's raising a prince and uh, the prince, you know, like, like as a mentor. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And and the he's the, his he's his Obi Wan. Yeah, he's his Obi Wan. That's a good way to put it. And then but the, the prince is mortally wounded. Oh, mortally wounded in a battle. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh but there's a legend that a, a dragon can share his heart with a man, therefore extending that man's or, life. Or her heart or with her woman. heart. Uh, that doesn't come until much later. Much later. Um, and so they convince uh, this dragon voiced by Sean Connery to uh, to share his heart with the prince. Uh, but unbeknownst to everyone, the prince is a little shit. He's, oh. he's just a horrible, horrible he's, person. He's actually like a big stinky shit. Yeah. And uh, when he becomes the king, like he just he's a horrible king. But uh, because he shares the, the heart of the dragon, like he it's can't like, be yeah, killed. Yeah, I'm the fucking king and I'm immortal. What are you going to do about it? Pretty much. And uh, it's it's the story of the knight and the, the dragon working together to restore to restore peace to the kingdom. It's It basically takes... I, the way I see Dragonheart, the original Dragonheart, is like they took the classic idea of a knight fighting a dragon to save a damsel and they just were like well let's just do the opposite of all of those things like instead of the dragon being ferocious and vicious he's gentle and noble and instead of the knight being honorable he's been cast out and instead of the king being a good guy he's a bad guy and instead of the damsel being like weak and pathetic she's a she's a badass like all of those things were just like let's just flip it on its head yeah can i you know i in listening to our repost last week, it's been a while since I like came up with my movie math, but but can I make an attempt here? Sure. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid yeah. meet Camelot. Oh, yeah, sure. I could see that. Does the math check out? Math checks out. Thank you. Yeah, it's math been, checks it's been a while. I thought I'd bring it back. So, um, Butch, yeah. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Dragon. There you go. That sounds... Um... Like an old karate movie, sure. You know, like it feels an old like an old karate movie. Movie. Um. So that's that's the first movie. The second movie takes place in the future, and uh, it takes place with like a, a, a spoilers. It's just, it's just not the, good. Spoilers for Dragonheart. The last knight. Yeah. Or like the last dragon slayer. Yeah. And the last dragon. Yeah. Meet up with each other. Yeah. To save doesn't, the realm. Does it doesn't end well for the dragon? Well, as you as you, the you probably put together, dragon. Yeah, the last dragon. The, he he shares his heart with the king, and the king cannot be killed without the dragon. The dying. dragon so dying. The, the dragon has to you know lay down his life. Right. In a in a, in a scene that oh, still gets me. Tear it jerker. Still gets me that scene. Tear fucking jerker. So you know, no more dragons Lord. left in the world. Except, hey, let's make oh. a sequel, and we need another <laughs> dragon. So we found an egg. In this cave, that that's why Shades and I are spelunking this cave. Uh, yeah, looking it's for like eggs. A terrible job searching this cave. I mean, yeah, they find they're an just egg, finding dragon eggs everywhere, and they hatch an egg, and uh, then it's like this baby dragon teamed up with this like just doofus, and <laughs> I don't even know what they do, but there's like something to do with China, and oh, there's and there's the a, villain turns into a dragon. The, dra- the villain turns into a. Dra- it's bad, guys. We're it's gonna leave so it at that. Terrible. It's just it's, bad. But like, then, forget that the movie exists. But then I the, mean, the, the dragon is legitimately just like a, an anime, a cartoon character in the, the second one. And this movie, guys, came out in the year 2000. So it's four yeah, years so it's, later. It's unforgivable. And it's it's much worse in every aspect. We'll, we'll, 
We'll get there. We'll get there. Now, the third movie, though, it takes a different approach because, as we've already established, years Last later. Dragon, Last right. Dragon last has dragon. already died. So now we're doing the beginning when the dragons came to Earth. arrive. And dragons are from space? Yes, they are. Okay. Um, because they go to space when they die, if right. they've been good. If they've been and, good, they get to go to space. Um, and it's the story of a, a guy who's trying to become a knight. But does he? Does he? Mm. Should he be a knight? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Gotta watch the movie. Befriending this dragon to protect these dragon eggs. And it's uh, and it's about uh, taking back the, the kingdom that's being oppressed by the Brits from the... Uh, or they're keeping out the the Celts and the wildlings beyond the wall. Right. Yes. It's and, a little. It's a little Game of Thronesy. Yes. And it came out in 2015. So. Yes, so Game of Thrones was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and then the. Four. And they all they the four is just. It's a little bit of two and a little bit of three thrown yes, together. Yes, it is because it takes place again. It takes. It's place, a direct sequel to three. It's a direct sequel to three. For the first time, we get the same Ever. dragon yeah. in both movies. Right. Except in three, it was voiced by Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. And in uh, four, the same the same dragon, Drogon, yes. by the way, is voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart. See, look at all these sirs that we got going around this today. And it um it's it's the story God of the damn it. Give Helen of Otter Cotter her, her title. It's coming. It better. I think part of it is you, you have to you voice gotta a voice dragon. a dragon. Mm-hmm. That's one of their stipulations. <laughs> and um it 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 centers around these two twins who have been separated because of unfortunate uh, circumstances, and it pits them against each other. And spoiler alert: each of them has like a little faint. They get superpowers. Yeah, a little faint remnant of Dragonheart in them, and yep. it's it's all about Drogo kind of uh, reconciling the differences between these two twins. Right. Uh, which also each of the twins also kind of control a respective army. So it's yes. not just like two. Two twins just slugging out in a field, and a dragon is like, "Hey guys, come on!" It's legit two two armies, it's, and it's, and the two twins have superpowers as well. It's an elderly dragon trying elderly to raise dra- two teenagers. Yep, yep. An elderly British dragon trying to raise two teenagers. And then the fifth Who movie kind of sort of have are not British at all. Oh, yeah. did yeah. either of them have accents? I guys, feel like no. We'll get there, guys. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna unpack these accents. And then the fifth movie oh. uh, is the most recent, and it takes place uh, far Romania, away. Uh, right? All the all the other places take all the other ones take place in England. This one takes place, yeah, I think Romania. It's it's just like really really far East Europe. When they panned out at the map, and it was like Romania, I was like, oh shit, is this going to be a Dracula movie? I think that's where we're going for the sixth, the sixth I mean, Dragonheart. Yeah. <laughs> well, sketch wait for oh, it. i can't wait if we're gonna find out about six dragoner and uh this time we're we are paired up with a uh just a small time farmer looking for yep. revenge against his murdered family uh yep. who who teams up uh with he's a batman dragon. he's basically batman he's basically batman in every way except not, not at all batman. Um, <laughs> he, he teams up with an ice dragon Civic. voiced by go ahead helena bottom carter i think she was my favorite dragon sir Sir, Sir. <laughs> and Dame Dame Helena Barnum. D- yeah, I think her. it is. Yeah, yeah, Dame. Uh, Dame yeah, Dame because Schiff. it's Dame Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yeah, yeah so it's Dame Helena. Yes. Um, and uh, they have to. You might have. I don't know if you've noticed a theme here, but they have to get the kingdom back from a bad king. Yes, always. Except in four. four, they have to just become a good king. Yeah, or a good leader. I sure. suppose. Yeah. Good leader. Um, 
and uh, listen, the, each, the each King of the movies, in five is particular. Like, I think he was just even slightly douchier than Einan. Yeah, I would say the King in five was like the douchiest of the kings. Yeah. Um, and his beard was unsettling. <laughs> and if you if you had told me if you had told me it that was had... like if it was like Matt Damon's cousin. Right. with like a beard like I'm sorry. super glued to his chin i'm like oh was that i i can see it now like, he was matt was damon-esque a, in face it was clearly a prosthetic beard right yeah and like it wasn't made of hair like it yeah, was made of like a uh, floral joanne foam. fabric felt yeah it was and floral it was foam. his yeah. his biggest crime against humanity was that beard <laughs> And the biggest effing cloak he had, he had the, the, the size oh. of the cloak of that King, because I've been conditioned in so much anime. I was waiting for the scene where he took the cloak off and he was just unnaturally ripped. ripped. He was just yeah. a mountain of muscle. Well, I was, yeah, but it was the, it was the shredder from the, the original, the 1990 Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. So I don't think he ever takes tiny. the cloak off. He he's, he's, he's just, just a little guy on a horse. That. Yeah. I guess he's with a monstrous cloak. Yeah. And a giant beard <laughs> that was another thing that was kind of anime-esque because it did it didn't it didn't look like hair it just looked it like a, a three-dimensional shape on his face right 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 guys oh. hey guys that didn't even make it into my rants they, right like, that's we, just, we haven't even just, started ranting yet that king man what here's, oh god look, this isn't a rant or a rave but it is going to start with with me saying something i like about the movies i do like how the, the crux of this universe is that the, the main piece of lore of this universe is that a dragon can share his his heart, his his living energy with right. a with, with a mortal a man or with a mortal human, and and therefore they they form some sort of symbiotic relationship, right. and um, each benefits from it, right? And you'd think, okay, I. I get that premise. I guess in all five of these movies, it's going to be the main knight is going to pair up with the dragon. And right. no, that's that that's that almost the never the case. And and when the main knight does pair with the dragon, it's it's always late in right. the movie. It's like the last thing that is done in the movie. So right. um, I like that they've continually found a way to weave that into the stories of Dragonheart without it always just being the knight and the dragon, the knight and the right. dragon. Oh yeah, that was a that was a I didn't even write it down, but that's a big big rave of mine in in 5. Yeah, I love the I loved that was my favorite dragon person relationship. Yeah, and uh, mine too. And uh I usually see shit like that coming very early and, yeah. I, and I did not see that coming and I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, and it, it wasn't and it totally made sense in retrospect like why Darius like was doing everything that he was doing. I loved Darius. Yeah. Darius I, I think, is one of my favorite man, human characters in. I think in, I'm not sure if what my favorite movie is, but like I think I had the most fun in five. We'll get there, we'll guys. Get there. We'll get there. Should we dig into this history? Let's dig into this history. Long time li- listeners, if you got to use the bathroom, now might get, be a good time to hit pause. Oh boy! And come back. It's a podcast. They can bring us into the bathroom. It's, uh, but you shouldn't. Don't bring your phone in the bathroom, guys. Um. Did you bring your laptop? We're on the we're on the we're on the World Wide Web. Nobody. You probably well, you've probably been in there for that. a half hour already. I'm looking at okay, the time. Okay. Okay. All right. Sketch. Sketch. Come on. Okay. Um, Dragonheart emerged out of a meeting between Patrick Reed Johnson and Charles Edward Pogue, who's like um, Hollywood uh, A-list uh, writer. 
Okay. Uh, Charles Edward Pogue. Uh, over drinks at a bar in Bora Bora. Together, they worked on the script for a year, developing the story, characters, and old code. According to Pogue, Dragonheart is among his best worked and uh, moved those who read the script to tears. Completed in 1990, the script went uh, unchanged for four years. Everyone wanted a part of this movie. They turned it in on a Friday and the movie was greenlit on a Monday. Wow. And that is it's the next business day. Uh, yes, exactly. And for a script to go unchanged and that's documented. I found multiple sources that the script existed unchanged from 1990 to 1994. Wow. That is unheard of. Zero revisions. Um, every, everyone wanted to be in the movie, direct the movie compose the score for the movie be the director of photography on the movie like people were just knocking down universal's door to be associated with this movie yeah it was universal's golden goose johnson convinced universal to let him helm with his pitch that the last knight and the last dragon finally meet up and strike a deal to stage fights all over the countryside so that they can continue to have a lively and safe existence. I love it. They, yeah. They I pitched. love it. I'm on board. They pitched the only two actors that they ever considered through the entire process. Liam Neeson as Bowen and Sir Sean Connery as Draco. Ooh. Draco? I could see Draco? Draco. Uh, Draco. 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 I could see Liam Neeson doing it. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not they to take even, away from Sir Sir Dennis Quaid. Right, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they even went so far as to film the campfire scene with the then Henson creature shop Draco and a then unknown Clive Owen standing in for Liam Neeson. Interesting. So um, originally, they were going to use the Henson creature shop to create a real physical Draco. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean... it. Some of that survived uh, in into the actual film, like Draco's um, claw pins mm -hmm. um, Rowan Bowen, uh, Bowen to the ground, and then he winds up in his mouth. And so th it, they didn't wind up finishing all of the the skinning, but the actual frame was a like full story tall opposable rig because Draco was originally going to be a live action like Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where everything kind of goes wrong. Oh, no. With, with so much hype around the movie, Universal decided they wanted an A-list director. Now, what had happened in that time? Jurassic Park. Yeah. And and that basically. Forever changes the trajectory of Dragonheart, because where Johnson and Poe uh, and Pogue had um, written a kind of like dark moral um emotional adventure ride universal wanted something that would look shiny capture the minds and attention of children and be highly marketable with toys video game tie-ins an animated series and multiple sequels i remember the toys very clearly me too yeah um 
So rather than going with Johnson and the Henson Creature Shop, they went all in on ILM's CGI thinking and hired Rob Cohen to direct. Um, Universal also had no interest in Liam Neeson because he had just been in Darkman mm-hmm. and fa- felt that he was too dark of like he had, his image was not right for the movie. Other actors associated with the project who were either attached or in talks at the time, Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, and Patrick Swayze, who was attached, but had to drop out because of uh, conflict of the movie was filmed in New Zealand and he could not get there. And so uh, Patrick Swayze was the, uh, the original choice to be Bowen after the, the Neeson casting. Uh, but because he wasn't available, uh, Dennis Quaid was the second choice. Okay. I can I can see Swayze. I can see I can see Bacon. Like right? I, yeah, I can see that. Like that the crazy yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like the last night. Um, yep. But like, how perfect would Liam, Liam Neeson have been? Oh yeah, no, that was the that was the right decision the first time around. Yep. But the, not to detract from Sir Dennis Quaid. No, 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 no. Um. Rob Cohen, who, according to uh, Pogue, had neither the poetry in his soul nor the panache to bring Dragonheart to life. He decided to remarket the movie to younger audiences, removing critical elements of the story for silly gimmicks and quips. Quote, uh, Pogue, I love Dennis Quaid. I love everything he's done. I think... Uh, Dennis saved the movie as much as it could have been saved. I just don't think he should have been in 10th century England any more than Kevin Costner should have been in Sherwood Forest. Whoa. That's a great quote. I mean, when you unpack it, and that's everything that's wrong with Dragonheart, really. Mm-hmm. And, and Dennis Quaid is kind of perfect in it. I mean, his I can't fault his performance. He just doesn't belong in 10th century England. Yeah, he 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 doesn't fit in the... In... This is not to detract from Dennis Quaid. Sir oh, Dennis frequency, Quaid. Frequency. Frequency. Oh, have you ever seen Frequency? No, I've not seen Frequency. Oh, it's so fucking good. Um yes. I I I think that quote is is dead on right. I don't think I ever believed he was in right. a period piece the exactly. way everyone exactly. else was. Yep. Um and I'm not saying everyone in who everyone else was was strikingly realistic and believable but they all belonged in the story of like a knight and right like this this movie could could have opened with just like a five minute montage of like dennis quaid being a plumber in new york and he fell down through a pipe <laughs> and landed in camelot basically <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is just him oh being like God. listen i'm just from i'm i'm from 20 minutes outside brooklyn but you know i'm gonna fucking amazing. i'm gonna do my best to help out here <laughs> Oh my god, they should totally remake the Mario Brothers movie with Dennis Quaid. And that has that is not to detract from Sir Dennis Quaid. I would watch the shit out of that. I will oh I will say god. one of the things one of the things was Ooh. Dennis Quaid's accent work. Accent. It's <laughs> is You'd, you when you watch oh. when you watch a different movie like not to bring it back to Matt Damon but like Matt Damon in in the Great Wall like 
You watch that oh, movie, God. and he he like cycles through like four or five accents. Four in, or five in, in different. The, in the span yeah. of a two-hour movie. Dennis Quaid is like, they're like, well, Dennis, what, what accent are you thinking about? He's like, I'm just going to like be me. I'm just going to be Yeah, he's consistent. He's, he's, oh, he's he totally really consistent. He doesn't really do an accent. No. He's just like gruff. He's just like a gruff version of his actual voice. At one point, I wrote down in my notes. I wrote, <laughs> is Dennis Quaid's accent dot, 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 Han Solo? <laughs> Because it doesn't it feel like yes. that? Like it's like it all right. feels like every time he's talking to Draco, he's talking to yeah. Chewie. Yes, this is yes. a movie in which yeah. Han Solo has fallen down the pipes in Brooklyn, <laughs> and now he's saving. Now he's saving the day with a dragon. Oh my god! <sighs> Have you seen the meme uh, for uh, Call of the Wild? It's yeah, like, like Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford with up. Buck. He's like when you wake up. When you wake up after a, a long bender and realize that you're not a space pirate traveling the world with your Wookiee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see the Call of the Wild. I heard it didn't do that well. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um I enjoyed um um uh, Togo more. I do like a good dog movie though. Yeah, I'm a big big right? fan of a dog movie. Uh, I think Call of the Wild was good. It's not the traditional story that you know. Mm-hmm. Um but Togo uh, is the true story of Balto. Highly recommend is that. that. The one not my recommendation. Is that the one with William Defoe? Will, Willem Defoe, okay. yes, who looks incredibly like um, the actual uh, Seppala who who made the 238 mile. Which is which journey. is really saying something because it's it's hard to hide the William Defoe look. Well, it, Willem, Willem Defoe, Defoe. Yeah. he's very yeah. um, distinguishable. It, he, as he was born to play this part. Let me just end it on that. And uh, high, high, high praise. Like Disney did not have to make a movie to like right the wrong that they did of making Balto. Uh-huh. Um, so like good on Disney. Excellent casting. Great movie. Enjoyed it. Moving on. Moving on. Guys, this is not the dog sled episode. It's not the, the dog sled movie episode. You'd think it is, Eight, but it's not. Eight Below, not so much. Eight? I don't even know that one. So I think it's the one with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. and the dog sleds. No, that was... Nothing against that was, Cuba Gooding that was Jr. Snow Dogs. Snow um, Dogs. Sorry. I know that. Here's a... Guys, maybe this Snow is... Dogs. Maybe this Eight is Below our, Paul Walker. Maybe this Paul is Walker, our dog right? episode. I don't know. I, I can't even think of Eight Below. I know Snow Dogs because I own a... Um, I don't... I, I own many a graphic tee. My, you have a snow dogs graphic. I have tea? a a snow dogs long sleeve graphic <laughs> tee. It's the only long sleeve tee I have. And, I fucking love that. And I found it like buried yeah. in a drawer, uh, like this past winter. And I was like, oh, this is perfect for those days where I, it's it's a little too chilly for a for a short sleeve shirt, but it, I don't want an overshirt. <laughs> and so I've been snow rocking dogs. the snow dogs, uh, gear like for the past year. And I think I got is, it. I think I got it. As is a, this the Snow Dogs episode? This is, guys. Is we're shifting gears. Sketch. We're shifting gears. Oh we're, we're now just going to talk Snow Dogs for the next hour and a half. Um, I think I got it when I worked at the theater. I think it was a promotional gift when the movie came out. And I, all oh I want to say is, I didn't get many of those. Good on you. Good on you, <laughs> Snow Dogs. I think you, you gave me my only t-shirt swag from working at oh the theater. Oh, my God. That's impressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I, there's so much more here, but I think we just got to move on from the history. Let's sketch. just move on. Let's just yeah. let's. But it's 
it's just mind boggling. Um, because, oh, there is also a Dragonheart novelization, which follows the original script. Oh, nice. Which is has high praise in like the fantasy lore community. Oh, I picked that up. Now, um, I'm going to jump. I'm going to put this here. Um, it goes along with Sorcerer's Curse. Mm -hmm. But um, the so skip ahead 15 years to Sorcerer's Curse. Um, That's the third movie, oh, by the way, guys. Yes, third movie. Although a third installment had long been rumored and speculated by fans as well, it was officially announced during the summer of 2014 with filming having uh, finished in Romania in 2013. The production spent $7 million alone on the CGI for Drago, uh, and it's written by Matthew uh, Feitschens. He's the creative executive of development at Universal and Rafaela De Laurentiis' stepson. She is the producer. De Laurentiis Entertainment um, is the, the producer of all of the Dragon Hearts. Mm -hmm. her, her universe, essentially. And he stated upon release of the film, Universal wants to keep building momentum with the series in hopes of one day leading to a remake of the original with Johnson, Hogue, Neeson, and Connery under the original script. Let's get on that, guys. So, uh, three, four, and five have all like this Dragon Heart, this new Dragon Heart prequel trilogy is all building toward, and maybe it'll be a fourth and a fifth, and who knows how many it'll take. Um, has all been created with laying the groundwork for remaking the original. And we're doing our part. We're raising awareness. We are, and I think that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, if they just did the. 20, 20 is it 20th year? 1996 96 was 20 been. 20 years what 2016 was 20 oh, years. yeah so we're coming up on the 25th so like anniversary. 25 yeah 25th anniversary i think that would be amazing yeah. if they finally got to make the movie that they wa wanted to make to begin with put us in the movie we'll be yeah. we'll oh, fuck we'll be serfs I, that's fine yes I'll, oh absolutely yeah i'll be a surf in yes. your world absolutely not to detract from sir dennis quaid of course no no no, no, no. but uh it's i think let's get liam in yeah. there um i can you imagine sean sir sean connery yeah. coming out of retirement to like voice yeah draco oh, again yeah. that and he'd be perfect at this point because yes, like now he's i mean he was you know not a young man then but like now like can you imagine that like the last he'd sound like the last track i know I can't even and like Liam Neeson can't even at this point imagine Sean Connery young. He's just been various stages of old right. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's always now he's old, old. Even when he was Bond, yeah. he like seemed yeah, old. Yeah, he was like an old Bond. Felt like an old yep. Bond. Do you James do you Bond. have uh yeah, Sean Connery? Do you have internet scores? I do. Uh I don't have the I have the all I have varying internet scores because when you get into some of the sequels, like um some of the review sites just like didn't watch them because they were trash. Oh. They felt like oh. so I can I can do my best with scores. How dare you review sites? It's like yeah, I mean just just give it a score if you're gonna say something about it. Score it. So anyway, okay. Oh, the, by the uh, way, at the end of this, don't give your score because I have a question. Okay, but cool. let's hear the internet scores first. Everyone wants to know. IMDb. IMDb. Dragonheart. IMDb gives it a six point five. Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score, 50%. Fan score, 60%. Google, 90% of Google reviewers love Dragonheart. The New Beginning, IMDb, 4.5. Mm. 
Rotten Tomatoes critic score 40%, fan score 35%. In a rare instance of critics going higher, going higher than the fans, 82% of Google reviewers love New Beginning. Sorcerer's Curse, IMDb gives it a 5.1. Rotten Tomatoes uh, has not done any of the the prequels okay because uh, they haven't gotten theatrical releases they're just direct to video no. uh 85 percent of google reviewers liked sorcerer's curse battle for Heartfire. imdb gave a 5.3 84 percent of google reviewers liked that movie and dragon heart vengeance yeah vengeance yeah. or no, yeah right dragon heart vengeance uh imdb gave it a 5.1 and 75 Five percent of Google reviewers like it. Wait, IMDb is really treating these three as very consistent. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they're not just tangentially like connected. They they actually did a pretty good job of weaving weaving the existing movies into the fabric of these prequels. Strong and great. Really. They did more work than they had to. I here's here, I'm going to make a bold statement. I I appreciate the fact that that things like Rotten Tomatoes aren't taking them as seriously because then I think the the um the studios aren't taking them as seriously, and so they kind of have the freedom to still make them good without a lot of people right. mucking them up. Right. I agree with that a hundred percent. And if they're doing it with the sole purpose of just getting Dragonheart trending, yeah. for lack of a better term, to remake the first movie, yeah. power. What to do you. you call the? What do you call the remade first movie? Dragonheart. Dragonheart, the old code. Ooh, bringing it yeah, back. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like that. There's the old code. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Shades, we'll I have there. a question for you. Okay. If you were to um, list these movies in, in best to oh worst, uh, could you order best, them? Best to worst. Okay, so New Beginning is last. That's number two, guys, just in case you haven't watched okay, all five yeah, so like we did. The, so there's five movies. Uh, I, so if I'm going to rank them. Yeah, rank them. Okay, so uh, New Beginning is number five. last. Coming in at number that five. is number five. Oh, man, it's it's hard to rank the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, just just out of like enjoyment, like out of oh, I watched that and that was a really enjoyable movie. I had I had very few rants to my raves. Yeah, um, I guess. Put you on the spot. Okay, is it just solely solely on enjoyment. Yeah, solely on enjoyment. Five, yeah. three. Yeah. One, four, two. Okay. My and that's and that's just because like, man, I don't even know if I agree with that now. It's so hard for me. Like three and four are like based such basically the same movie. Yeah. It's like the story is so interconnected. It's hard for me to split those up. But then also like, why do they have superpowers? Here's my here's my uh, here's my (laughs) ranking. I think I think I had the most fun with five. I go with. And now I'm going top. I'm I, going top bottom. Top bottom. Top bottom. Favorite. Where did Where did I put one after five? I don't know, you've changed your mind so many times. I'm, okay. Final answer. Five one three four two. 
Wow, we are so close. Five one three four two. I'm Final I'm answer. swapping two of your numbers for my favorites. Okay. Three one five four two is mine. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, interesting. Three, three one, five four two. Yeah, and I'm five one three, three four, four two. two. Yeah. We 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 both agree that one is the second best. Yeah. We both agree that four is the second worst. Yeah, and we all we we all agree that two oh, wait, is the no, worst. Three is three is three's Gareth. Yeah, right? three's Gareth. Oh sh. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It, it is, is a good. One. It is, that might be the most. That might be the best. Like over under consistent yeah, of the whole thing. It is shockingly good. Like I, it really is. I, oh. I wrote down in my notes multiple times. You know what? This is really good. This is, this is shocking. Yeah. yeah. Oh sh- and that's the Hadrian's yeah. one. Oh, I'm going to stick to it cuz I said final answer yeah. but if I, I you're I think I did have the most fun with three. Yeah. We might have the same list. We sketch. might have the same list. I'm going to stick to my my original ordering sure. but like my top 3 are Five, one, th- uh, three, one, three, and five. Yeah, they're are the, the, the odds are in your in your top three. The evens are in we your. We have bottom the same two. top three. Yeah. We have the same top three and the same bottom. And two. I and I do. I I feel the need to clarify that the the distance between uh four and uh for me it's five. My third favorite. My fourth favorite. That distance is much smaller than four to two to t- two like i know that right gap in enjoyment and quality right. is cavernous <laughs> it's really not fair to put them next no, to each other but like it has to be because it's the last right. one it's, in the, it's, right but yeah. it is the quality of one through four i'm sorry the the quality of Dragonheart, mm-hmm. sorcerer's curse battle for Heartfire, and vengeance uh, vengeance uh, it's the quality of those movies compared to New Beginning is, oh, I mean they're not even in the same. No, they're not. Uh, they're almost in different two, genres. There are there are YouTube um, independent films with better stories, effects, casting mm-hmm. um, that exist in the world today. It is like the definition of a cash grab, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it it's it's. The fact that did it get a theatrical release or was it direct to video? It was direct to video. Okay, it was direct to video. Okay, it reeked of me to direct to video. It, it, yeah, it, it. Listen, I want to start with Raves, Mm -hmm. but as long as we're on two, I'll just talk about two. Like two felt to me like. Do you remember like the old '90s Disney Channel commercials? I mean, Disney Channel movies. Like it felt like that caliber of thing of of a movie. Exactly, it felt like um, a. Uh, made for tv halloween movie mm-hmm. remember like halloween town oh, sure. or like the mummy's curse yeah. and like and all of like those movies that i just name checked by far better pieces of art and cinema than dragon heart new beginning yeah. we'll get there we'll get there in more I'll detail just, I'll later just rest on that let's let's start with raves because i i think i oh, sure. i finally decided i i much prefer starting with raves yeah because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just more fun but i feel like our rant section are just gonna our be rant like is gonna really be, listen, fun our rants are gonna be fun <laughs> i'm just worried it'll be hard to come back from them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. let's start like, with raves, people are please. gonna be like you're still defending that pile of shit based on what you just yeah. said <laughs> so let's give you our defenses first oh my goodness um 
Do you, do you want to start? I'll start. I got a bunch. I'm, I'm sure. gonna try to. I'm just gonna try to weed through some of them. Um, okay. <laughs> There's and I. There, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt no, you. No, of course. Yeah. Do you, did you have something you want? Please, to please go. No, no, no. Please um, go. I will say this: this is consistent throughout four of the five movies. Otherwise, my my raves are pretty specific to specific movies. But I'll start with my gotcha. one that that travels throughout all three. The CG for all of the dragons in four of the five movies is all four. Well, my my note keeps saying all four dragons yes, or all four of this are 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 exceptionally <laughs> good. I mean, if you look at yeah. uh, Draco for ninety six CGI, I mean, he holds up amazingly that is well. Impressive. And I really thought I, at first I was like, oh, did he hold up that well? And you know what the difference between uh, um, Jurassic Park and Dragonheart is? I wonder if it's what I wrote down. Dragonheart had the balls to like put their CG in the light of day. Yes, and 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 interact with physical environments because exactly. I was thinking about it in Jurassic Park for as amazing as it is. Yep. You know, the CG never interacts yeah, with the actors. It, those were it's those were a, a lot of yeah, a lot of puppets or animatronics. Yep. But uh Dragonheart takes the chance and I, I don't know if I would have. I, I'd like to think I would have noticed it, even if I didn't. But I still remember that that show, that movie Magic Show, because they were showing yes. all these ways that, like, preventing the dragon hall, right. I mean, preventing the waterfall from the, falling the, right the, here because his head's going to be right. poking out, and you know, yep. knocking down the roof of a house as he flies by, even though it's full CG right. going by. Like, full CG. They really, they really went out of their way to provide us with those opportunities yep. to see the CG interact with the the physical. Exactly. They did. And it, it here's a great test. Longtime listeners, if you if you're going to haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend watching the first movie, if nothing else, because I think it, you know, in this genre, I think it is a great example of like early quality CG. Um, just bring down the brightness on your TV or, or your screen when you're watching it. And I did have the, the thought to I was like, wait, you know, because I was like, oh, this does not, it doesn't hold it quite as good. You know, Jurassic Park had already come out. This is not as good as I remember. And then, you know, when you're watching stuff on streaming, you know, a lot of stuff's been converted to high definition and 4K. And the, these movies were not meant to be viewed like that. And they don't hold up as well. If you bring the con contrast down, if you like turn off, if you turn off auto and bring it to a lower definition, it looks fucking awesome it looks great and then if you if you compare them to the dragon just four years later which looks god awful oh my God. i mean i mean it's, it literally is like a cartoon yeah. it's like denver the last dinosaur shows up on yep. screen yep so drago looks great how's that for a deep that's cut. a deep cut guys and right. then when they when they relaunched the thing with the new the new prequel trilogy oh, they're beautiful. when when drogon drogo drogo shows up for the first time um I, I was. I kept wanting to call him Drogon yeah, too, but that's that's, that's Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. When Drogo shows up for the first time, I was I was apprehensive because I was like, "All right, here we go, direct to video. Yeah, How yeah, bad is this going to look?" Uh, Holy shit! Seven million dollars just on he the dinosaur. He on the, looks the dragon. Freaking fantastic! And then the quality yeah. continues through the the next two. Well, that's what I was. Oh, I was really impressed when you know it, it's the same dragon later in life, and they age. They, aged, they appropriately age. The dragon from the previous movie yep. to this move to this next movie, I was like, oh, and I was like, Patrick, why did they get a different voice actor? Because Patrick Stewart kind of sounds like an older Ben Kingsley. I buy it. I buy it. 
I was confused at the beginning only because it was the first time we were carrying a dragon through the to the dragon next... doesn't yeah, die like, yeah. at the end of the yeah. So I was Whoa, like, wait, okay. wait a minute, are we is this the same dragon? Like two yep. generations later, two two human generations yep. later. Um, uh, and then they did a nice th- three, uh, yeah, two, two, gener- two human yeah. generations. Like, yeah, and then they do a nice job. Uh, what's what's the last dragon's name in five? Sivith. Sivith? Oh my god, I love her. Sivith. And uh, she, I, I'm just like the the just the design, the design of the dragon of the is dragon. beautiful. And um, but what a beautiful character. And I'll and I'll lump in with just because we're talking dragons, as I think we should for the first wave, like for four of the five dragons. Nailed yes, all four dragons. Nailed the casting, like nailed the yes! voice act casting. They are all four voices they got for the three dragons. Yes, perfect. We're perfect. Like perfect no notes, casting. no notes. I can't. You usually I'll be like, oh, they could have got this person. Like and like uh, Ben Ben Kingsley didn't really something about his voice didn't really feel like that dragon mm-hmm. to me. But like when you consider it's the same dragon. Mm-hmm. To be like, oh yeah, this is like a a young adult dragon, mm-hmm. and now this is a an elderly yeah. dragon, and that that makes sense. But then, like, I cannot imagine anyone else voicing Sivith. No, it was perfect. She was great. Like Helena Bonham Carter was born to play that yep. dragon. Yep, Ice Dragon, by the way. Ice Dragon, love it. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. loved that. The other two dragons, uh, Fire Dragons. We don't talk about. We don't talk about the other the, dragon. The, that's the, yeah, that middle yeah, dragon. It's not dragon. It's not dragon. Who also breathed ice? Uh, it's, according to the Chinese man, it's one lung for fire and one lung for ice. Nay, 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 we re- nay. Not we reckon that. Not canon. No, we re- not canon. We reckoned it. But, yeah, I would. Four I would buy it though if, of the if that was if that was a baby between uh, Draco and. Um, Sets Civet. So difficult name to remember. Civet, because it's a fire and a nice dragon. But I don't want to buy it. I, I don't buy it. It's a yeah. one lung no. and the other. No, no, stupid. No, dumb. That, that is, just that, that just that writing. just came across as oh, fire effects are really expensive. Yep. Um, we'll just throw some ice. We'll dump some ice yeah, on the yeah. Set. We'll we'll break apart some styrofoam blocks <laughs> and just and toss them around and look at that. Hey, hey, nice. Um, you take a right. Bing, bang, boom, flame on. Um, yeah, so all four of the dragons, that was also my first rave. Um, the world building in all four movies are unique and for the most part interconnected in more than tangential ways. Um, and particularly in five, when, and, and it even adds credence to two because they show at the very beginning of the movie, they like this, these are the eggs that. Hatched. That ha- that Drago, Drogo, no Drogo, 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 whatever. Can we give the? Can we? I love that Sivith had a non like non dragon yeah. name. I mean, it's still a dragon um, name. It's not just derivative of the word dragon. But no, dragon, yeah. exactly. Um, dear God, if, if Sivith is like dragon in Romanian or something, I'm. I'm but Whatever. even if it is, I'm okay with that should, because it, we've at yes, least I'm moved okay away from also. the hard DRA. Yes. Uh, oh, sure, you'll call me dragon in another Yeah, challenge. that's basically what everyone's doing yeah, always. Exactly. Way to be creative, guys. Um, Could you imagine, like, if you I named your dog just dog? Dog. Like, <laughs> what's your name, um, boy? <laughs> dog in a, sounds in a, good. In, 
Yeah, in, <laughs> in a book that this was creative. Uh, in a book that Elise narrated, the name of the dog was Dog. Yeah, that's funny. That that's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Where was I? Oh, at the beginning of the movie, they show the path of the dragons and like one goes to Hong Mm -hmm. Kong, which is like in Dragonheart New Beginning that like there was a dragon in ancient China. Um, And it was like, I'm like, you didn't have to do that. And it shows all the other places that we might. Dragonheart five felt like an anthology thing to keep the the direct to TV, like direct to video universe yeah. going while at the same time, universal could do the remake sure. if they wanted to. Absolutely. And I thought that was so yeah. smart and like, you didn't have to do that. And it was, it, anyway, we have three dragons unaccounted for right now. According, yes, according to unaccounted for dragons, lore. even though there are only three eggs left at, or two eggs left at the end of, Dragonheart three. Dragonheart. No, there were seven left at the end of Dragonheart three. There was. I thought there were seven in total, and one fell off no. the cart, and they used one he, as a bomb. He landed with nine. Oh, one fell okay. off the cart. One was used as a bomb. Longtime listeners, we're really getting into yeah. it here. Yeah. Uh, dragon eggs explode. Uh, we'll we'll get okay. there. We'll get there. Longtime listeners. Um. So the the world building and storytelling is top notch, and it doesn't need to be. No. That's it's it's you know, we always say don't don't have ex- you know shame on me for having expectations. I had no expectations. And not only did I get quality writing, but it, like it exceed it rewarded me in ways it didn't need. And to. I think it's I so think that's rare. the benefit of be, it being kind of left alone. Like, yeah, I, yeah I here's agree. Dragonheart. Like, Im- Go ahead. Do what you'd like. Like, do you have any? Ex- uh, I'm sorry. This is the thing that I have to compare it to. But in terms of like functional universes at this mm-hmm. point. Can you imagine like if Mar- like Marvel doing anything like this at that point at this point? No. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're not that realm and possibility is yeah. gone. Like there are very few functional universes mm-hmm. left. There's like no way they would put this that kind of effort into like storytelling and world building at this yeah. point. I agree. Too many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, they, they can't. You just couldn't do it. Everyone has it would have their own little agenda of what they want in the movie in Dragonheart. It's just like, let's just make a good Dragonheart movie, everybody. And they just do, they just keep consistently doing it from 2015 to now. And on, hopefully. And on Uh, fingers. All right. I'll take I'll take a rave. Um, can I take two? Because one is very, very short and I, you're going to, you're going to, by all means, you're going to have to take over. I wrote down in my notes while writing four that I really liked the camera work in four, but I didn't leave myself an example. So I can't remember oh. where the camera work really struck me as good, but I really liked the camera work apparently in four. I agree. I don't have a specific. Ex- oh, mm. you know, I don't have a specific example, but I do something about four and I recognize the story isn't as strong and I didn't have as much fun, but like I liked that was my favorite experience of watching. Yeah, there was a good movies. cinematographer there because there they, really being, was there kept being camera work. And again, I wish I had written down specifics, the director of Dragon? but there kept being camera work where um, it just wasn't the expected. It was like, oh, that took effort to do a little something different there. And I remember I remember specifically the the camera work in like the way it was shot. Who directed it? Uh, Patrick Siver- uh, Siverson. 
Patrick Siverson. Good, what else good on you, Patrick Siverson. We appreciate your camera work, even though we can't recall exactly what parts of the camera work we liked. Well, I mean, it. You know, there was something Camelot about mm-hmm. it, um, and and also. Uh, and here's how here's how I'll compare it as as much fun as I had in five. And I enjoyed that it at times it felt like I was watching um, uh, five felt a lot at times like uh, Willow. OK. And the cinematography. Sure. And I have another comparison but I'll like, make, uh, but I'll make that a little bit later in the show. But also like a 1990s Sam Raimi Hercules Xena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting you're, you're getting even closer to my my uh, uh, my observation. There was something regal about four, and like it was a lot of practical effect work for all of like the fighting and fire. They didn't use a, like a lot of CG fire. Four, they didn't four use a lot felt of... like um, a movie maker's movie. Yeah, yeah, it did. I really enjoyed that yeah. experience of yeah. four. Um, yeah, I, I can't give you a spe- I wish I could give you a specific. Oh, like when he um, like when he goes into the barn to like get the the vagrant at the beginning when he's working for the 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 sheriff. And that's that's the way they did that is like a very old Hollywood way of yeah. doing something. It's like it wasn't like a CG slugfest. It was just like a lot of things banging around like wooden dust. And then, you know stunt guy was there a scene also when um megan wakes up in the boat do they like pan up and show the ocean around her or am i thinking of something yes, else they do that might have been one that stuck out to me yes. too. um uh, and again like things that, that don't it's just cinematography yeah. good cinematography like, uh, i like that a movie make yeah, yeah a, a movie maker yeah it movie. was camera work that was like more than just showing the story it was actually the the work was telling part of the story too it was like it was like exactly part of the language that was one of my big raves of the the 91 Ninja Turtles yeah. movie, like using cinematography to st- tell the story. And oh, the flashbacks, whenever they did the flashbacks, that would be an example of it for yeah. me. All of those flashbacks were done really poetically. Uh, usually when you get a flashback, it's just there at the right. beginning. And like the way. When, you know, a lot of times when you do a flashback, you'll just keep using the same footage over and over. But every time they flashed back from a different point of view, the scene was like just slightly mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And it wasn't just like they had five different versions of that scene. They were shot from different angles and the there were minute differences like in the scene that it wasn't just like, oh, let's do another take of that. It was like specifically set oh, yeah. up to be a different yeah, perspective. Yeah, because it's being told from a different person. You were remembering right. someone else's perspective of it yeah exactly yeah and th- yeah that whole strong and the editing just the the editing not just the cinematography but the way it was edited together was very enjoyable one might say it was a, a movie maker's movie look look at us like just gushing over our second, second to, least favorite. to least favorite all right Dragon well let me here's because that was the one that i was like i wrote this down but i don't remember why help me remember and you did thank you you're welcome <laughs> Hey, LTLs, it's Shades here, and I just want to remind you that our sponsor this week, just like every week, is you, our longtime listeners. And you can become a sponsor of the show by heading over to patreon.com slash shades and sketch, where you can support the show for as little as $1 a month. But right now we are running our very new, very special geeking out kids club for adults who are basically still kids at heart. 
And you can go over to patreon.com slash shades and sketch and sign up at that tier today. Guys, we thank you so much for helping us keep the lights on in the GoCo. Now back to this week's episode. Um, there's a lot to say about three. There's like a lot of good things to say about three. I think it had a really good, I think it had like the best cast of characters and it had yeah. like the neatest story, like the, like the nice tightest from beginning to end, everything happened as it should have. But uh, what I my favorite thing about three was how atmospheric it was because they did a really good job of having like creepy and scary things in this world. And I'll, yes. I'll give you my, my two prime examples um, is when uh, Gareth wakes up and the meteor is falling to earth and he like looks out his window and people are losing their shit. It, it was yeah. not, it was not like that typical, typical scene you see in, Right, like, like pitchforks. Yeah, and, fire. and where it's like, all right, all right, extras, just lose your shit and like go crazy. Right. Like I believe it was those people yeah. were in terror. And I completely for right. that moment, I was like the I, world. Yes, I felt for I felt like, wow, people back then, not that this is truth, but like people back then when they saw something astrological happen, they must have right. lost it like this. Well, sketch, I mean, like just to so much is, I, I hate to bring in the real world to our fake Yikes. world. And so much has happened in our world since I watched these movies. And, and now you know, with, with um, the, the activism that is happening in the streets when you know, early in the pandemic and our stay at home uh, and I was watching that scene, I was like, Oh, this, this is, this is probably how like society should be reacting right now. Like pandemic level event. Like I don't feel the terror of this moment that I probably should sitting here in my home comfortably watching Dragonheart. Yeah. And Dragonheart delivered. Um, it gave you the terror. It did. I was like, Oh, that there yeah. it is. That's, that's the feeling of the now subsequent, like the word things you know, have happened. Change, changes. Things have happened since then. Tones are different. Um, yeah. Um, the the other scene that just sticks out so powerfully in my head, which was so creepy for which which was bold coming off of arguably two kid movies was right. Um, oh, yeah. The the hanging forest where the, where yeah. all of the what were the painted clan or the painted tribe yep. or whatever. Uh, exactly. They hung all of their that victims w- in that forest. And you're you're only was. seeing it from Gareth's point of view. So it's so like right. he's like walking just, through like just ankles, legs like just and like. Yep. You never saw faces or gr- it, it was not gruesome. It was not bloody and gory, but it was so fucking eerie. Well, but also it like lets your imagination work. Oh, yeah. And like, well, what does it look yeah, that's like? Why from the ankles that's up, why it's that, like, so this is terrifying. terrifying to begin with. They're just like, dark shapes in the trees. Gareth's reactions yep. or like, what are what am I? And missing? it's silent during that scene. Like it was yeah. so no birds, eerie, nothing that, yeah. like they. Oh, that was one of the like the the creepiest, eeriest things I've seen in a, in a movie recently. And and I'll just yeah. end it with yeah, with that tone set in this movie. Then to have the dragon for the the vast majority of the movie be cursed with like this ghost dragon form, yeah. it looked so it cool. Was, it did look cool, and it was like it was so like the ghost. Yeah, because he wasn't was just like, transparent, like. 
depending yeah, on how you close you were dead. to him, you saw a skeleton, you, you'd see skeleton, like the blood yeah. vessels, like you would, you would, you literally saw through him yeah. at different stages of seeing through him. And yep. it was very, and the way he'd like snake around trees as he was flying. Cause he yep. wasn't technically trying to find flying. shade. Oh, that, that's why I say that movie like had like the best atmosphere to me, like of just like a general yeah, agree. feeling that it had to it. Well, I've got, I've got some like more like organic kind of, things but i'll my i'll just let my last one um all right then i'll do one last one oh actually i have i have i have two okay. actually i have two left um the uh the score throughout the 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 prequels in particular there's almost something something um prokofiev about it um like peter and the wolf it's not quite there but like each particularly in the prequels like the first movie does it a little bit but like the score is so perfect to the mood like in a similar way that four achieved like this visual storytelling element to it that really stuck out to you, the score of the world of Dragonheart. Um, and the same, the first, the first movie was done by a different composer, but then Mark McKenzie has done two through five. Wow. Even two. Um, yeah, even two. So he came on in two and he's been with the universe ever since. Somebody else did good them, on him for sticking with the it. The first one. Right. Um, and so the, the dragons all have their mood mm -hmm. element. The villains all have their mood element. The heroes all have their mood element. And in four, what was really cool. What I did note that um, Edric and Megan had the same theme, but different instruments and, or, or and different, um, uh tempos. and those for those of you who haven't seen it those are the twins those are the those twins are the tw they each have a piece of the half of their grant no i guess they have they each have uh an eighth they just somehow have Garrett a little a bit of dragon heart Garrett's, in them yeah i'm i'm confused i'm so confused about it. it's that's a big question for me like that at the end that i need sure. to some clarity we'll with. Yeah. I, I, I don't we'll, understand. Uh, I'll, I'll end with my last grave then. Cool. The funniest fucking thing I've seen in years. <laughs> like okay. literal years. I, I laughed so hard in Dragonheart One. It's unintentional, but I'm still giving it as a rave. When when Draco picks up Dennis Quaid's horse and you have the scene of the horse <laughs> flailing its legs in terror, <laughs> flying through the countryside. It's a I laugh. It's a real fucking I horse. Laugh so hard. <laughs> so what they like? You could not get away with they, that. No, you today. couldn't. What they suspended it from something and then just like filmed it. It's a real fucking horse being suspended. Well, in there. you can see probably in you terror. Can see that the horse terror needed to like go to equine the body therapy. Yeah. Of that horse, yes. Because horses not meant because to I was like, it's it's completely unexpected. It's completely out yeah. of left field. And and it's right. dominant in frame as it flies away from you. Right. And I there's just something comical looking about a horse, I guess, in right. the air. Well, horses they don't aren't belong there. Which is interesting because I was gonna say like horses don't belong there, but then like countless, you know, movies with a Pegasus. Well, yeah, but those those horses they, they're like galloping. yeah they're gall they this, look this like they're in control and running in the sky. this horse, is a horse that yeah. does not want to be in the sky we typically don't see no. uh involuntary horses in skies right and i think that's that's where i was like 
involuntary horses in I, flight. I, I love I, it. I, that's a great. That's a band name a right band there. Name. Trademark, copyright, involuntary horses in if flight. You, if you, if before you see in this movie, you had said to me, you know, it's really funny, involuntary horses in flight. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, sure. But then show it to me, and I'm like, oh, of course. Of course it's hilarious. They don't belong right. up there. It's like when you shrink a person and they're interacting with a, with a giant salt yeah. shaker. You're like, that's not right. Yeah. That's just, There's something endearing about it. Anyway. Is that a John Mulaney thing? What? The small, like when you shrink. Oh, no, I was just thinking about our, our Ant-Man uh, conversation and how there's just oh, something Ant-Man about shrinking, yeah. a, there's shrinking something, something funny about, about it. That. Just, I like it. It's, that's not right. It, yeah, yeah. It's, something's off about it and that's funny. Um, I have I I lied sketch. I have two what a more. Surprise. All right, but, but one one is quick. Um, I love that in the first Dragonheart movie, all of Draco's flying is um a scaled gasoline powered plane. Oh, neat! So it's like the the mechanics of Draco's flight feel very yeah. real. And it, because it was, yeah, and I, and I and love that, that that he Draco in the first movie and Lady Dragon, whose name I forget, in the fifth movie, Civet. Civet, without a doubt, nailed the flight mechanics. The, they, yeah, I the always felt like those yes. were giant, ferocious beasts, but at the same time, so yes. agile and graceful in the air. Yep. Yeah, strong agree, strong agree. And then my last uh, rave, rave was. Um, Gareth and Rahanu? Rahana? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Yes. It began began with an R and it ended with like a Han. So Rahana maybe? Rahana. It's spelled R-H-O-N-U. Ranu? The the Celtic lady. Yes. Um, She was such a great character. And she reprised her role in four. She did. I know. I that was very cool. Um, what a great, what a great character. Um, and in a in a similar, you know, without being the lead, um, you know, she is a supporting character, but in a similar way of of like the power and majesty of um, Gal Gadot in Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really believed. I really believed her performance. Oh, yeah. Um, and that she was the capable fighter, not Gareth. You know, even though Gareth was a capable fighter, he was like, a, you know, it was a well, he was a street style fighter. of fight. He was a, he was a street was fighter. A street- like he 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 was trained as a knight, and so he had kind of right. like that classical training. And he had a little bit of like, uh, you know, I've been pushed around because I've been I've been in the gutter like my whole life. But like, right. she was a fucking warrior. Like she could she could exactly. take down an army. Exactly. And that's like Gareth could hold his own in a fight, but she was like a one person. Yeah. Artist. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I guess and what a, we're trying a, to say is the difference between a fighter and a warrior. It's it's yes. someone who's yeah, she because well, she's grown up in war. She and exactly. she's like the most capable of that entire tribe. Yep. And I. Uh, the I, I the that the dragon shared its heart with yeah. her was like was 
I, I liked it. I liked the message. I, I liked, liked the it. component, and I liked and I liked the storytelling and the and those characters. And I was sad when they weren't in the next. I was also one. sad like when they the, were the, the next mark one. of good writing. I, we did get enough to know that like she went back to her land, and Gareth kind of took over the Britannia. But they still obviously they, they made, made it work. work. But they but neither yep. with without sacrificing like their heritage and where they came from and what was important. Right. And I love that, that like at the end of like, she didn't just become like the, the captain yeah. woman, like the queen. And he wasn't just like the, the oafish king who like died fat and happy. Like Gareth, I loved that Gareth was a good king yeah, and finally did go he, back he, to he, her. In like, Dragonheart, yes. we don't get a lot of good Kings and Gareth. We don't finally got, he, he died, he died, a, good died a good king. And, yep. uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Dragonheart. Cause yep. we don't get that a lot. And, uh, you know, you talking about her, though, reminded me of the um, the redhead in the first movie, because. Oh, um, um, I wrote I wrote it down too, uh, Dina Meyer. She... And like we are very familiar with Dina Meyer, we, like in a lot of things that we've watched and bless her. She I mean, she really chewed some scenery and and worked well, see, hard. I but didn't also... know that was her from. Birds of Prey, that she was in the Birds of Prey. She was right. she was Batgirl. She was, my wife was told Batgirl. me that while we were watching because yep. she likes to IMDb when she, she was, recognizes uh, people. She was uh, Diz in Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see um, that. Yep, I can make that connection now. And uh, those movies came out within two or two years yeah. of each other, too. And it's like, like, what, like anything. I don't think she was the right person for the job but like she really turned in a strong performance and i and in a similar way like she became a little damselly she uh, did but, a little but like still not yeah. full damsel right you never went full damsel. you ne- never go full damsel did, you never go full um, damsel. but after my wife told me that the she was bad girl in birds of prey and then i was watching the rest of the movie with like every scene with her i was like how could you fucking cast anybody else but her as Barbara Gordon? Like, all I can see is like, this is Barbara Gordon, just like doing Barbara Gordon shit all the time. And she looks just like Barbara Gordon to me. Uh, So it was funny when she made that connection. I was like, great casting. Yeah. Missed opportunity, DC. Missed opportunity. One of few. DC. (laughs) One of few missed opportunities. You don't often miss, but when you do. Yikes. Anywho. Speaking of it's not the speaking DC of DC, episode. should we go into rants? <laughs> sure. Um, do you mind if I start? I mean, of course not. Go for it. Uh, Remus Hades Lupin. Remus H- King Einan. Uh, did he? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Did he? Did he yeah. take? Like to me, I I oh hated him, but like, yeah, he makes no sense. He makes absolutely no fucking sense. All right, so here's why. He's immortal and he knows he's immortal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And if, if you, that his character makes no sense, he's like such high energy and he's like just all impulse. Um, and there's no like real rhyme or reason to anything he does other than cruelty. It's like, he's insane. But if you know you're immortal and you think there are no consequences for the things that you do, that's what a missed opportunity to do something true. Like, imagine if that character was like basically like no emotion and very quiet and like 
very measured and like appears on the surface to be a good king but then like when you actually look at the things that he's doing because they they do go that way like they have the minds it's almost like oh yeah like nobody knew this stuff was happening no everybody fucking knows it's happening like the character had nowhere to go if it, if it was like i'm immortal i can do whatever the fuck i want i don't have to be crazy because like, what are they gonna do i can march out into the street and get into a fight and like someone can stab me through the fucking heart and i'm not gonna die they can kill me and i can get up and walk up to them and cut their head off slowly i'm immortal that is terrifying and i i definitely get what you're saying because he was waste. he was definitely ruling through fear but he didn't have to rule through fear because he had nothing to fear he had nothing to fear. And that's such like, wow. Like you don't often see like a character who literally has nothing to lose. Consequences do not apply to this person, but he's ruled by like whimsy and impulse, which makes no sense. As long as the dragon lives, he will live forever. He has all the time in the world, which is why like the urgency of his character makes no sense. At no time did I believe that he, that he was an immortal man with no limitations on him. It seemed like he was like terminally ill grasping for his last breath before he shit well, himself. He, he to seemed death. very insecure, which he is the most secure uh, right. of anybody ever. No sense. Um, it made no sense. I definitely sense think that that so is that's there. a big problem with everything you talked about. With the fact that I mean, this got geared down to kids' movie. There were there were a right. lot of points in one where I was like, "Wait, is this just a kids' movie? Did, did I remember right, it differently? Right, right. Is this just a kids' movie?" And there were so many of those decisions made where it was like, "Well, remember, this is for kids, so it's got to be like big yeah. and over the top and." And that I think that was one hundred percent one of those, one of those big big things. Yeah, he could have I been agree. like so much yeah. more menacing as just. That's what I mean. Like me as the viewer should be terrified of Re Remus Remus the Hades mm -hmm. Lupin, and instead I'm almost laughing yeah. at him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that character to make the remake work, that character has to be reworked tremendously. Yeah. Um. Okay. David David Thules, I believe, is the actor. He played guys. He played uh, Ares in Wonder Woman. Hades. Uh, uh, did I say Hades? I meant Ares. Right. Yes. Yes. Ares. Remus Ares yep. Lupin. And, and as you can tell, he also played uh, Remus Lupin in yeah, Harry Potter. That's Harry what you know him from. Because that's that's what I did when I saw him. I was like, "What do I know him from?" Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He's Lupin yeah. in Harry Potter. Um. Okay. Remus. I'll Ares take a Lupin. rant. Um. Please. Uh, two. <laughs> I mean, I have some. I, I do. Can, I have. Some do you specific. have no raves for one? Do you have no no raves for one? I mean, no rants for one. Um, because I have some legit rants. For are we one. doing this movie by movie? Like, I feel like if we could like keep some orders for our long time. Okay, listener, well, the, that the might first one. Helpful. The, the, I, I've already talked about it. The number one. I I basically I brought it down to. I try to do one rant per movie, right? Yeah. And okay. So except for three, I don't have any rants for three because it was my favorite. Um, okay. And I wanted to keep things moving. My first one we already talked about was that like Dennis Quaid's lack of accent just constantly took me out of the movie <laughs> all the time. Um, the, he the best the best delivery he had in the entire movie, and I wrote it down in my notes somewhere, is that like his best delivery was like a smile he gave somebody, like he had yeah, like a real yeah, smug, yeah, cocky yeah. smile. And I was, and I think yeah. that's when I was like, oh. His accent is really taking me out of this movie because when he doesn't open his when mouth, I'm like, yep, yep, I get I'm it. He's in. in this movie. But when he does speak, 
I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm get, get over to Luigi's for a spaghetti supper before the end of the dinner. <laughs> Which I don't think... I love that we like made him the yeah, new he's Mario the new Mark. because that also doesn't make sense because he's also not he's Italian just not, he's at just, all. That's John Leguizamo is <laughs> his Luigi, so he can be Mario. So I <laughs> love it. Um, well, since we're on accents, uh, this is my actual note. How the literal fuck does Bowen not recognize the voice of Sean Bond, James Bond, Connery? How like? Through the whole, like, through two-thirds of the movie, he does not put together that it's the same dragon from the cave. And you could say, okay, it was dark. He didn't get a look, good look at the dragon. But ha- that is an iconic voice. Even if it's not, like, me, the the viewer, saying, like, that's the voice of how many dragons do you yeah. know? Sean Connery. How does he not recognize that voice? It's such bad writing. It was convenience. He, so bad. He, he doesn't know. There's no way he, he doesn't know who it is. Not because he has it. to not know who it is. Like that's all. Right. That's the whole reason. I don't. It's it's the same vein that like when we say a character can't die, it's plot yeah. armor. I don't know what the equivalent. Well, this is. wouldn't have been armor. This is plot. Plot ignorance. Plot ignorance. That's a good way to put it. Plot convenience. Yeah. I like plot ignorance. Let's go plot ignorance because okay. I have plot I have ignorance. plot convenience to talk about in a different one. Oh, yeah. okay, great. I have one. I have one more for All the right, first dra- Dragonheart. Well, one that's a throwaway. Watching Dina Meyer and Dennis Quaid is just fucking creepy. She's basically a child in this movie. Yeah, she's very. Uh, that was inappropriate Hollywood casting. Dennis Quaid was conservatively thirty years older than her. Did uh, wow, was he really? I wow. believe so. I think Dennis Quaid is probably in his like almost forty at that at point. That point. Okay. Yeah. And and she's based. She's twenty two. So yeah, no, no, I I I certainly get it. They didn't lean too heavy into their romantic. Did they give them a lot of scenes? Like in the novelization, like in the original script, Uh like yes, they're supposed. And there's a scene that got cut that like the people are supposed to give Bowen like like special Mm -hmm. armor once he like becomes their Mm -hmm. defender and like. You it posits that she is his queen. Gotcha, gotcha. It's probably another thing they they walked back because of the audience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's creepy. Um, but then the, just finally, um, the, throughout the movie, Draco takes Bowen to these villages, and like you almost get like each village they go to is like significantly poorer than yep. the last. It's like kind of like wearing on his his morality and his like, is he going to do the right thing? And the very last village they go to is like the the just basically they're living in a shit box. That's the meat village, right? It's the yeah. meat village where they just want to like they want to eat the dragon. Meat. Everything's meat with them. That village is surrounded by herds of pigs. Oh, yeah. They got tons of meat. I wrote that down. There's why did the, why do these? Why were they yeah. starving? Why did like. It makes it such bad writing. It's a village surrounded by pigs that's starving because they don't have yep. any food. And it makes no sense. And it feels like that's another one of those like Rob Cohen bullshit changes. Email. Oh, it'll be funny. There's yeah, pigs it was, everywhere. It was a com- they were a trope. They were a trope village. Um, they were like the they were what, what were the, the the meanies in oh, in, yeah, the in um, the brownies, the bra- they were the brownies in, back to Willow. Yeah. in Willow. And it was it was just as yeah, they were they were all they were were a comical 
villainous yeah. tribe that they had to get away from. Like it was, it yeah, made it was, no sense. They were surrounded by meat. Just eat the fucking yeah. pigs. They, they, it made no the sense. Money, that was the my money last that they, they rant. Pay, It was a nice detailed touch that the money they paid, um, what's his name, Bowen, in it was in a a pig skin head right. purse. Yep. So, but to me, I guess I read it like they just love me. <laughs> That's their character. <laughs> like, like, and then then they're like, "Oh, let's eat the what's dragon." Oh no, we I'll... can't eat the dragon anymore. Okay, let's eat the, the people. Meat... I guess like <laughs> they are the meat and sarcasm. Yeah, minus the sarcasm. They they could minus not take a sarcasm. joke. Um. Yeah. Well, I'll go. I'll go into my specific rant about two because there's a cool. lot. Uh, there's a to lot talk about of, yeah, or oh. two i mean I'll, I'll just basically like the plot was incredibly like convoluted for like where they ended up like they they yep. did not need to be as confusing as they were the last dragon died in the previous movie where the fuck yep, this dragon because there just has to be um <laughs> there has but to be. i think my most the most grievous offense to me was like the ADR in the movie and it's and it's not just the audio of the dragon speaking which is which is not good okay which is not good but they there's so much unnecessary ADR of just like characters on screen like human actors on right. screen whose whose dialogue has been ADR'd over and right, right, and right. if it's been ADR'd over to sound better what how what did it sound what? like that they're like well this is an improvement this is what we need instead basically i'm left to believe that just they didn't have a sound person on set recording sound yeah, while they it, were filming it was just so off how could it possibly have been worse than what wound it up was literally film? difficult to listen to because it was just so great well, as i think i texted this to you as a sound engineer i found this movie yeah. offensive as a human like, with ears, I found it offensive. It was difficult. Like they are conservatively doing their job. Like there is no less than a ten million dollar budget gap between the way I do my job and the way they do yeah. their job. And categorically, my worst audio sounds better than yeah. that movie. Yeah. It sounds like they recorded it on like the talk boy from from yeah, home and, alone. and just across the board. Like you can't even just say like, well, that yeah. was a scene that had to be in a reshoot. Every it was character. everybody all the time. Always. Yep. There's very little redeeming about that movie. Like there there really is very little redeeming. Um, oh, just some of the, I'll just I'll just like pepper through some of these. Um, OK. So uh, racial stereotypes. Oh, my goodness. The, the movie is almost unwatchable with all of their like Asian faux yep. mysticism and terrible. It was accents. Gremlins level. Chris, it but really was. Uh, Chris, the year 2000. Yeah, it's like unforgivable. Chris Masterson sounds like he st stepped out of uh, SoCal. Like, is and, that the boy? Is that the that is? Yes, that's that. He was the oldest brother on my in the middle. Unimpressed to say it nicely right um i mean he had the emotional uh and you know when he made this movie a teenager um but he has like the emotional range of uh, like yeah. toast no he there's <laughs> he doesn't understand no, there's angst. nothing yeah there's nothing listen not to detract from sir dennis quaid but this guy sir dennis quaid like give me give me dennis quaid's yeah. bowen any give day of the dennis week dennis quaid dressed and acting as a teenager 
in this movie and I'll believe it more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you and I have, and I was thinking about you and I have watched some like for movies that we have both said we'll never yeah. watch again. And I would watch any, any of those. I'll, I'll, something else I'll bring back. I would watch Civil War conservatively. Like if I had to, if I could only ever watch one movie again and it had to be Civil War, I would like watch Civil War. And if the other choice was Dragonheart New Beginning, I'd watch it all goddamn yeah, day. This and I would and I would destroy Dragonheart. New Beginning too. is probably the top of my list. It's probably in the top, definitely the top five of movies that I've watched that I will never, ever watch again. Like ever. It, and it's yeah, probably top three. Ever. It could very well be top one if I really sat down and searched my dragon's heart. Like it's someday we'll do like an award show for like the movie that we will never yeah. watch again. I imagine we're, get, we're giving a lot of shit. I will say the one thing which is not a rave because it was not an rave, but the one thing where I'll give credit <laughs> is I will give credit to the guy who played the monk because he he did a good job with oh, what he was. Yeah, given. he did do a great job. And that poor guy will never have a chance to return no. to the series again. Yeah, he never will. But he like because he was in that. He, shirt. he, he yeah, was great. He, he showed up. He showed up and like it, it, he yep. he actually had a range because he had to act like he was he really uh, intoxicated or, you know, when he was like super yep. drugged and in his diaper. And like that he failed that he failed his uh, that his he, he yep. failed his mentor. He failed Drake. He, you know, he had, he did have. I wish that range. movie spent you more know what? time just on like him. Eli- eliminate Chris Masterson's character and just make the movie about him. Yeah, and doesn't the dragon. have to be a knight. Have it be the monk and the dragon. Doesn't have to the be. The guy was exactly. barely a knight. I mean, you could argue that he wasn't the the girl they got to play the spoiler princess, which wasn't a spoiler at all. Like at uh, all, that, no. that writing was on the wall from the scene she showed up, and I was like, "Everyone's surprised this is a girl, really, really, R- really." That's, yeah. That just seems to be wildly racist. All- that everyone is just like, <laughs> right. "This is sexist." This is, and I guess, just an Asian man. Everybody. Uh, yep. She would have made a in two thousand would have made a perfect Katara for a live action. Avatar last day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Wow. When did the movie Dude, come out? 2008. Oh, the, what movie? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I what am I know. talking about? It's a cartoon chase. She couldn't have been in it. Right. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, and just finally, I'll just say like the, the villain turns into a dragon. Yeah. What the fuck? That's weak. not a thing. That's weak. not a thing. And, um, and he also turns into a stereotypically quote unquote Asian dragon that whose exploits have, we've been hearing about the mm-hmm. whole film mm-hmm. that it's he is the same dragon that they fought in in China mainland ancient China, which I guess means at some point that dragon that we saw like goes to China becomes a d-bag and then goes back well one to of England. the things that, that they did say and i hate that i know this much about the movie is they say that 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 evil dragon's name is griffin by the way yeah griffin leaves uh england and because he's very upset with humans for some reason i guess because right. they're killing all of his kind fair enough oh, and right. but when he goes to china he finds chinese dragons there and he tries to incite a right. rebellion yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. and, and I guess succeeds in inciting a rebellion and it forces, uh, the, the, the emperor of China to, to basically condemn all dragons and it, and right. mankind kills all dragons of China. By the way, I would love to see this movie way wow. more than Dragonheart 2. Like, right. um, they, and then 
You know, maybe that'll maybe be the that'll next be dragon. It. And hunter. then they capture Griffin, and their punishment is to strip him of turn him into a yeah, and turn yeah. him into a white man, like, and then send him back to Europe. Wow, way to way to re- reward yeah. his villainy. Yeah, seriously. We'll 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 make you the most privileged, powerful person in your kingdom and powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because he does. He becomes the the new ruler. He does. But then it makes absolutely no sense that when he turns into a dragon, he is a stereotypical. Yeah, he shouldn't be dragon. because according he to the story, be. he's one of he's one of what yes. we later find out those seven eggs that hatch. Those seven eggs. Yeah. Ah, like way to redeem Dragonheart two. Dragonheart Vengeance. Yeah, you did your best, and you did pretty damn good job. You did. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, any, do you have any? You have no rant. No, I, for three? I, I, I tried to keep it light because. Uh, yeah, I really liked fine. it, and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't get past that dragons were from space. I know dragons like when they die, they go to mm-hmm. dragon heaven. Which they could they have come up with a better name? Like dragons have a concept of the Judeo Christian con- like notion of heaven. Also unbelievable. Well, I will. Oh, um, I can't believe I'm going to give credit to two. In in the first movie, all all Draco <laughs> says is, you know, my soul will go up to be in the stars with with my brethren. In the second movie, when he talks about yeah, Dragon but Heaven, because he's yeah. saying that, and the monk says to him like, oh, it's kind of right. like heaven, and he's like, oh, is that what heaven is? And they're like, right. yeah, and then then he starts calling it Dragon Heaven because he Dragon gets it heaven. from like the monk. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, but fair I, enough. Wow, you really paid attention to. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. A professional, goddammit. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> uh, I put, I put um, some effort into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, they fall to Earth as a, as a meteor. I saw it as symbolic to that's where they go if they're good when they die. It could po- be possible that that is some sort of dragon um, transportation system. Like for... for <laughs> <laughs> go with me go with me on this like maybe maybe the dragons they climb inside yeah, yeah. of a meteor and then they shoot them yeah, yeah, the yeah. No, no, but i'm saying that they exist somewhere on the world and they're like oh these dragons need to be in england so they like jump into a volcano and they like condense you know into a rock oh, like it was just that was yes, the arc yeah of the yeah parabola. yeah exactly <laughs> and then, then they're like okay the traject the trajectory of the to get to England they had to go Bingo. up into the atmosphere Bingo. and then crash. Exactly. Oh my god. I love I fucking love That's that my, sketch. I don't know that I agree with it, but I, I love that a. more than dragons yeah. are from space. Yeah. It's my big A. I disagree because I don't think that's the case because uh, we learn that Dro- Drago, Drago had had never been able to speak before, and it was only after he bonded with Gareth that he learned yeah. to speak. So I don't think it's a dragon delivery sp- system from somewhere else on Earth. But none of the other dragons can speak on their on their volcano island. That's what I say. Well, the dragons have. I like that he he couldn't speak until he bonded with Gareth because the dragons till up until this point have gained nothing from their relationship with yeah, people. Right. So at but least it, that they get yes. some sort of communication skills. It is altruism in yes. the truest sense that dragons choose. I, I can I remember like watching the I'm, why the why the fuck would you share your heart yeah. with this? Like why why would you do that? Why would you ever yeah. share your heart with yeah. a human being if you're the last dragon? Because 
Well, at that point, he's it not the last dragon because like, there are other dragons. It seems like he's pretty well, isolated. Well, he's isolated, but Dennis Quaid doesn't go around killing dragons until the prince turns into an evil king. <sighs> Did Dennis Quaid single-handedly kill all that the dragons? That is to be implied. It yeah. is, right? Like, how fucking... Like, A, how fucking awful is that? Like, that this one guy commits dragon genocide, and then also... Fucking badass is that he has to be like the it just doesn't you know what I'm gonna add that as a rant because like it Bowen is a skilled warrior but at no point do I believe he could have like conservatively defeated a yeah. dozen dragons well maybe that's what's retconned in three maybe there are only those seven dragons and and he's only killed maybe. like four because they're close I don't think he ever and actually Sinek I don't think he ever somewhere. leaves like England that's what I mean. Like he never leaves all right, England. Good job. You you so I guess you by killed the, all the dragons on an island. Yeah, like that's not Come much on. of a feat. I get. Well, I mean they're dragons, so feat. it is kind of. Impressive. I wish they spent a little more time on his on his but like then, armament because like, it was all like made out of dragons. I agree. And it was cool that it could like block dragons. I I agree, but then also like how stupid they were, were those dumb dragons, dragons that they like let themselves be yeah. killed by him. I mean, at no point do I do I ever feel like uh, Draco is in danger. From, oh no no Bowen no like no I can't imagine that Bowen was able to actually kill a dragon like that maybe like one flew into a cliff and a boulder fell sure. on its head and like another one flew into like uh into it like well a the dragons see if if they're fell if on a they're pitchfork. all like um Draco they seem to just want to do everything to not harm a person like to not That's harm like, humanity. Like, did the other dragons all kill themselves so that like they didn't they weren't the one to have killed Maybe. Bowen? They didn't want to like take they a life. Also, That's literally the only th- way I can see Bowen. Okay, I'm gonna deposit the idea that there are lots of dragons still out there because male dragons can disguise themselves as rocks and water, and female dragons can disguise right. themselves as animals. And I'm guessing yeah. he thinks he killed a bunch of them and they just scampered away. Like they just pulled out their own yeah. tooth. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, they and like then... pull out a tooth and was like, "Oh, look, you got me!" And then a little deer like goes clip, away, and he's like, "Oh, the clip, tooth, clip one of their the toenails, tooth, and they, yeah. they can't be alive if this tooth is here." I did it. <laughs> so I don't think he really killed any dragons. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Was he just on a bad trip? He might have been. It was like Bowen, like Dennis Quaid wakes up and dra- <gasps> what if Dragonheart is just like Dennis Quaid's like it's fever possible. dream. Sean Connery is in my fever dreams, so it only makes Shut sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're Dennis Quaid, like you aspire to be Sean Connery. Bond, yeah. James Bond, Absolutely. Sean Connery. How many dragons it's do you head know? Canon now. Do you have any more for three? Uh, three. Yes, teleporting through the shadows. What the fuck? Like three played really fast and loose with a lot of the rules, and also exploding dragon eggs. Exploding dragon eggs. And the shadow tell the shadow teleporting was like unforgivable the, um, for me. The shadow. I mean the um the the exploding dragon eggs. And it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it seemed I was fine with it until the Garrus started doing it. Like when when the dragon right. was like, oh, this is. Oh, yeah. and that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Gareth doing it, but yeah. made no it sense. It was like it was. It's when they started. It's really when they started to be like, okay, if you're sharing your heart with a human, you get some aspect of the power from from the human. I mean, from the dragon, right? Um, so from, yes. like Gareth got 
the shadow stepping ability from Ghost Dragon, and the twins got superhuman strength and we'll, and fire. we'll get there. And um, what's his name? I kept calling him Dragon Heart. Um, I kept calling him Dragon Heart Jack Sparrow. Is what I kept calling him in my notes. <laughs> Darius. Darius Darius could he was yeah. Jack Sparrow like if you're gonna recast Jack Sparrow yeah, he's, he's Jack. Jack Sparrow of the Dragonheart universe and he could speak to um speak to animals Civet. oh um, animals so because yes. he got that so from that's yep. when the the new trilogy is that because is that because I oh I guess I'll say okay. that's a big question um so yeah it, it was it was pretty unnecessary the movie was cool enough without it I, I felt like they were going for a big and then gimmick. and then he and then they at the end when he uses it to trade places with the monk who's chained to the wall. No, 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 no. The monk uses his spell to trade places. That's that's the oh. spell in the very beginning of the movie. Remember when like the head druid does gotcha. the fireball at the painted yeah, guy? The and fire, like, yeah, I take that, it back. Yeah, that right. was I'm to sorry. show that the 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 um. I guess he was a druid. He so the, the, the druid, yeah, yeah he the druid. Had, I liked when he used yeah. his um, his like the one trick he was working on was to untie the knot, and he used it to set so the slaves free. Yeah. But it also like it just worked yep. on every knot around him, every so that knot. her bow yeah, fell yeah, apart. Yeah. I liked that. That was good yep. in world consistency. It yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. That poor guy was just hanging. I really he was just three. hanging really, from that wall yep. for that entire battle. I legit yep. thought he was going to be dead when they took him down. Oh, yeah. I agree. Just from, just like, from hanging, hanging from his there. wrists. Not a, That's yeah. rough. From After wrists, the exertion yeah. of, of the, the trading places the spell. spell. Yeah. And yeah, they did a good job. Uh, here we are raving again. But they did a really good job of like showing you the cost yeah. of magic that it like yep. he was diminished yeah. from using yeah. magic. Like if he did it too many yeah. times, that was it. And that was a big like that trend that transposition trans whatever mm-hmm. you want to. I don't know. The trading space mm-hmm. spaces spell. Like, you could like that, that was, was a lot. One. That was a biggie. Like you shouldn't probably probably, probably shouldn't, shouldn't do magic do that after yeah. that. Yeah. No. That's all I got. All right. For well, three. let me let me start with four, because um, I don't I don't have any for three. I my biggest rant in four is Megan. I I I never oh. I never liked Megan, which you know she starts as a villain and and then she's then she becomes this character that you're supposed to feel for, and um, start siding for. I, I never, never felt for her. her. Um, I, I don't know if it was the way she was portrayed. I, I felt like the writing of her was decent enough that you could do something with her. Right. But like, there was nothing endearing about her. She, she, uh, and then this, this firepower she had, it was like, okay, cool. She could kind of like harness fire, but the way they used it, they never took the care I noticed in when they would make the fire in her hands, like they wouldn't just add lighting to her. So it, the fire always felt right. very just slapped on after the fact in, in yep. post effect. They never took the care to like, so Correct. she always felt to me like she wasn't there. Like she wasn't yep. present for these battles. And I because agree. I didn't believe in like the terror of her firepower, then I didn't believe in that. The, all these Vikings were going to side with her and that the, you're know, like, right. Every, every, all the dominoes are falling. Like once I mm-hmm. so never getting behind Megan, I guess, is my biggest rant for four. Um, this is it was almost a big question, but then I found it like it mm-hmm. it was a rant. It was a rant. It didn't make it a big question. Art it so sketch 
are dragons super strong or are they just giant in comparison to I humans? Think they, yeah, I think that dragons are just strong compared to us. I, I don't. Purport, they yeah, have strength yeah. like proportionate to their body is size. Really strong compared to us, right? But like, so I didn't understand why he had super strength. Why that's what he got. I from guess the dragon. to me, it was that he got the he got some of the dragon's strength. Like it didn't bolster his strength. He was borrowing dragon. But the dragon's strength is just proportionate to its mass. Oh yeah, no, he, had, I, he was like he was like he was like. It was like the yeah. Ant-Man mechanics. It was like they keep saying he has like the strength yeah, of three men. Big, that was his big line. Um, and that doesn't that doesn't make any. That would be like then like dragons would have to have the strength of three dragons. Or wait, maybe dragons have the strength of three men. Now they're less less intimidating. <laughs> you could no, take them down no, with four men. Your original anal- your original analogy makes way more sense. Yeah, that like. They're just, it's just like an elephant is a large, like has a lot of mass. It like, it didn't make sense that he had super strength. That was just, I wish they could have done that. I guess it's because they gave her the fire. I wish they could have done that story in a way where they didn't give those kids powers. Like, yeah, I agree. They didn't need the powers. They just had to be two halves of the whole and to be an effective ruler. They had to work together. And I liked that their, their deformities, like. Yeah, it sucked. The boys was on his back and the girls was on her face. She couldn't hide it. He could hide yeah. it. So like, yeah. Right. But there was a great metaphor for that because like in medieval Europe, a woman's value was yeah. her face. And that's it. That, that's historically like women were prizes. They were there to be to be essentially bought, sold and traded through matrimony. Like and she was valueless in that society because she was quote unquote undesirable like yeah that that scale on her face and his was on his back he could hide it and you know the power and privilege of of the age of of a a patriarchal age there was a great story and metaphor to tell there and then it just i don't don't know what they were going for with the superpowers 2017 what was that like a big marvel year 2017 or i guess justice league was coming i guess the thing is it was was it a big superhero year the thing that makes it so grievous and why it's my second to last favorite is that like you had a lot there that you could have done with and then you just kind of didn't really do a whole lot yeah um it was it was kind of lazy yeah and i don't know we you know the the horrible things about the witch trials i'm bringing it to salem just so you know is that you know yeah okay these innocent people were were given um they were accused of having these supernatural powers and labeled as witchcraft and uh, therefore should be feared and then put to death. And then this this woman in horrific and purposefully. Yes. Um, in purposefully horrific and intentionally painful yes. ways uh, with a with a completely over manipulated legal in quotes system that was completely right. up, right, right, up right. against them. So they had no advantage. Um the the people who were afraid of her legit saw her practicing magic and were legit terrified right. of her destructive powers. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. uh, yep. Yeah. Lady, the, the, no, they no, are I'm afraid of you. You are a threat. Yep. You can throw fire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm right there. With like, you. Just like swings and misses. I, before. They're just swings and misses. Yep. 
I didn't write down any rants for five, but it was there was something yeah, cartoony that's exactly about it. the way it was and, filmed. And it felt that was cartoony. the thing I was gonna say. Um, it felt like a Power Rangers episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was I was working my way there with like yep. Willow and especially and with fights. And like there was fights it was were Power very Rangers choreographed and z- like yep. Xena and Hercules. Yeah, it was it was cartoony. It was like my Power biggest Rangers. my biggest. Yeah. Well, I guess I had two big rants for five, and and one is that like um, we talked about plot plot uh, ignorance this was plot convenience, convenience. like there was so much plot in this ignorant, movie yeah. that was just convenient to continue the story going on right and and that just kept bothering and then like one of the one of the assassins like hey how the fuck did he survive getting yep. his arm ripped off in in you know medieval yeah. romania and uh b why like he, he was the benevolent yes. robber and then yes. that was a that was an okay. instance of like oh it's convenient that sure. that's the one that's still alive the one that'll fess up and then right. when yeah, when yeah. he when he fesses up and, and blames the king like oh isn't it just convenient that everyone who's working for the king is also like i've just been waiting for a time to say that the right. king's a bad guy right, right, right. like there was just a lot of instances of convenience in that movie where it just i never felt like oh that was clever i always felt like yeah because it has to i get it yep, and then the to. my my it's other thing was the villains like the main four villains i loved the concept of the main four villains and they looked so fucking cool and menacing it was the it was the scorpion, scorpion the snake the bear and the wolf the snake and, and they the wolf, looked yeah. so cool and they were all when it came down to it laughable like when they were in one-on-one yep. combat with a farmer they were laughably <laughs> incompetent <laughs> with the exception of the woman she she did a pretty good job with her dual wielding daggers um right but yeah, then yeah. you know then she's trying to like talk her way out of it with a dragon which i did appreciate that the dragon just <laughs> munched her and threw yep. her into the lake but like the bear yep. and the wolf and the scorpion they're like <laughs> comical bad guys the bear the bear died yeah. by like tripping down a hill you know like it was yeah. just yeah yeah uh, yeah yep. it, it bears bears you, I, so i mean the bear did die from, from tripping mm-hmm. down a hill um and they do say to get away from a bear run downhill that is zigzag. True. That it's where this came yeah, from. And that it, that was this legend. I yes. Believe. Yeah. Yes. We're, like we the are wolf aware. guy yep. had such a cool backstory, and he had the he had the scar on the top yep. of his head from being scalped by the king. Scalped by like, the king. That's yep. awesome for a movie, not in real life. But yep. then they're just like silly. Then they're just like silly, and they can be beaten right. by a farmer who has like no training in in combat and he was like legitimately a wimp and ends the movie as still just a farmer like it's not like this is his journey to becoming a badass knight warrior like no he just gets his farm back and he goes back to being a farmer he's well because he doesn't have a dragon dragon heart heart. which is not so can't be a knight of that i was i was a nice twist i liked that he didn't have the dragon and that he did not get the dragon heart in any capacity like that he just went back to his life um was fine but oh those villains like they just they set up such a great thing with like the visual and like looting and pillaging his farm right. i was like yep i'm behind these villains like as villains in a movie i, yep. I these are gonna be these are gonna be I awesome to see him take them down and then it was just like three stooges takedowns yep. yeah yeah you could hear like yeah it was in the just background. sad yeah. it was like the putty showing up on on mighty morphin powder rangers it was yeah, yeah yeah yep it was exactly that yep. good analogy um 
yeah, that's it for my my big. My my, I mean, my biggest thing with it is that like, the, I mean, I, my maybe rants, what rather, I should say sorry. is my biggest rant for five is that I wanted it to be so much better, and it had so much potential to be better, yes. and it just failed to deliver in some of the areas. Yeah. Now and now that we talked about it, I guess I guess like three. I would have yeah. to move three up. My li- and and so yeah, I'm in the three, same order. Yeah. Five, four, two, everybody. Yep. Three, one, Guys, four, five, two. That is now officially. I'm sorry. Three one five four two. I think five four two. We'll put it on the air right now. Officially, that is now the pin number to the geeking out with shades and sketch bank account. That's how meaningful it is to us. So yes, feel free to deposit as much of money as you'd like into that bank account. Yeah. There you go. BQs. Three Three, one three one five five four two four. Big questions. Uh, Do you have? I have three big questions. I'm basically down to one because we've kind of talked about it organically. Okay. Um, okay, so this is this is kind of a big one. How were Edric and Megan connected to Drago? Like, how does how does that actually work? What were the mechanics of them getting? Because part of me wondered if um, it was because their mother was also bonded to a dragon. So those so those kids were. They weren't just bonded to, to Drago. They were they were also bonded to or had like yeah, the makeup. unnamed unnamed they dead were dragon. Two, uh, an unnamed um, dead dragon. Yeah, and like why Walter didn't sh- demonstrate any sorts of dragon. Right. That's their father, by the way. Um, any sort of dragon aspects to them? I I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, it was real fast and loose with the rules where they're just like, why it does was. it skip generations? Because fuck it, why not? Like it just skips generations, and right. now the twins have it. Um. Yeah. Oh, you know, now that we're talking about it too, and this is totally un, un, unconnected, but the four did not really mention or have anything to do with the old code at all. No, you're right, and that should have been that should have been like um, Drago's like thing, like Paramount. being like you gotta go yep. through the old code. Yeah, no, yeah, they didn't. They did not do right. old code at all. So I don't, I don't understand what their connection was to to Drago. I guess they just it felt didn't. a little convenient. I don't know. They had to be convenient. I guess they just didn't want to kill off. Maybe they just didn't want to have to yeah. create another dragon because they spent so much on the dragon in three. I mean, you almost wonder if no. It's it's me like giving too much credit, but you almost wonder if like the the first scene. I also don't understand how how Gareth died if Dra- Drago. Didn't. I think I think Drago was supposed to die. The only thing keeping him going was that there he was still bonded to some sort of living being because then right. he was never he was never like badass again he was just like a right a dragon he's still a dragon right 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 and that's badass in itself but he wasn't the dragon the drago of old that we we knew the, right the loosest that's attempt true. at an answer i will give you is that there there might have been some sort of like subconscious without him knowing drago transference of power during their birth because remember the first scene is like that horrifically violent birth of the two twins and maybe that's when they got the the energy to live through the birth or something i don't know but it didn't save walter from getting stabbed in the back shouldn't it have been the other dragon though if like it was passed on to them shouldn't have been the mother's dragon not I mean, I could see it being a combination of both. I don't see it being one or the other. I see it as 
dragon essences and i don't okay. see it skipping walter dragon essence and i i was yeah i was I, always I, very upset with walter like for, he was he was too he, old uh, to not understand the importance of what gareth and drago were doing right like right and then he was right. also too old when his mother died to blame the dragon like he has to know by that point like wow yeah. that was really what's, unfortunate what's what? that's obviously not the dragon's fault. right freak he's like 17 at the time he's and he's and he's like, he's, hey, he's, well, he's 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 middle ages seventeen. That's like that's like forty two right. in our years. Yeah, end of your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also like, hey, Walter, consider that you you wouldn't exist as a yes! being if not for the dragon yes! sharing its essence with your and mother. That you in had the first all that time place. with your mother. So, yeah, fuck I, you I was very, very anti Walter. And when he when he was yeah, killed, Walter I was, was like, not... good riddance, Walter. Those are comeuppance. Comeuppance. not the best comeuppance. I wrote down my best comeuppance. No, but it was. Is, comeuppance. is now the time to write down my best comeuppance of the Dragonheart universe? Oh, uh, save it. After save BQs. it for after after. Guys, uh, BQs. coming up soon. What's your best comeuppance of the Dragonheart universe? Okay, what's your what's your big question? Um, sketch? This is a disguised big question. It's actually a rant. Okay. <laughs> but I worded it. I okay, worded it I as a, a question. Fit it in this section. Fair Am enough. I to believe, or to word it as you do, how the literal fuck? <laughs> am I to believe that Megan has also somehow traveled to Spain and through time because she references, quote, <laughs> barbecue, which did not exist as a word until 1526 yep. and didn't even make it into English? Into, until 1697 and didn't mean it I as love... barbecue until 1733. Megan, explain I love... yourself. I love that that you did all of that research on the origins it triggered of barbecue. Me. I was like, she should have no wow. understanding of what Clearly. barbecue is. What is, what, just, just for, to point of fact, longtime listeners, what is Sketch's trigger? Misusing barbecue. In, Improperly used yep. cooking terms. That is sketches. How dare trigger. she? How dare she? Wow. Or Megan. Wow. So that's my big question. Did she travel through time and go to Spain? Uh, oh, yes. That's a very easy answer to my big question. Yep. Yes, you. she did. No, I mean, it's again, four played fast Estenless. and loose with the rules, the lore, and culinary um, techniques. The, the rules of the universe that had been established and culinary oh, techniques. You, you know what Just I did sloppy. like in four? Or was it three? No, no, it was the four. Well, yeah, I did like the, the camera work. But they um, they did a nice job in that courtyard. They had a portrait of each of the seven dragons and, and um, yep. Drago. And one of them was Draco. Yeah, that was, was nice. Draco. Yep. I'd have to go back and rewatch to see if um, Lady Dragon. But it doesn't make sense. Wait, why doesn't it make sense? It doesn't make any sense that one was Draco. Because it's a prequel. Yeah, but he like he grew up. Like he was a dragon somewhere. Oh, like Draco was one of yeah. those seven. Well, then that posits that well, then that posits that there are only seven yes. dragons in the world, and and all of the others are yes are dead. I agree. So I I guess it's a big yeah. Can dragons not procreate? They have eggs. Like they're that's I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't the know. Eggs just get fired out of the volcano. Do you think Sivith was the only lady dragon? But Draco talks about his mate. yeah the the. The, is that Sivith? I mean, well, is, see, I don't know. The, it's so com- yeah, that's and problematic. Issue, we just stumbled upon the issue another is big we're, question. We're taking w- words and lines from one, and we're trying to make them mesh with what has kind of been rebooted in three and four and five. 
because right. the 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 one other dragon that we kind of see but don't see Dennis Quaid kill in Dragonheart is was right. the last female dragon. Drake. And right. Draco's the Draco's last mate. male dragon and now just the last dragon. Male dragon. Yep. Um it is. But I mean these three, four, and five are reboots with the purpose of remaking yeah. the Which is why I don't movie. I don't make it a rant. Like I don't consider that a rant yeah. an inconsistency. I just I just see it as like reworking reworking the uh, the material that they got to to, to to massage it into what it needs to be. Yeah. Sure. I got a right. BQ for you. Is Bowen a descendant of Gareth? I will say, based on nothing, yes. Because this this universe seems like that kind of universe that that would that right? would hang so much on lineage like that. So mm-hmm. I I would say yes. At some point. At, at, like the royal line just goes askew. Yeah, at some point um well, I mean the tw- you got two twins ruling now. I mean, so now you're right. automatically going to have two families vying for the crown. Right. I assume that one of those families somewhere down the line defeats the other family and and maybe they right. placate them by making and... them like the royal knights. Right. And you eventually get Gareth. So like my thought there is that the queen is also a descendant of Gareth. Sure, I'd buy it. One that embraces the dragons, and then the other that embraces sure. the code. Even though the code featured nowhere. In no, the but I, I'd go with it. I like it. I wish they had done and that. That, that kind of figures into why the code is forgotten. Like yeah. the old code they that nobody really back. lives by anymore. They gotta bring it back. Except why, why would it have been forgotten? Maybe. Because because Gareth was a good and just king. Like you think know. he was doing the code his whole life. He was he busy. Was busy. He didn't have, he, and his Too son busy was for a his son. jerk. His, his son was a jerk face who never bothered to learn Good the riddance. damn thing. Good riddance to Walter. Walter. His name, and his, his name was Walter. Walter. Long time listeners, apologies if your name is Walter, but come I mean, on, come on. Treat your kids better. You got to admit. Walt, you gotta Walter's admit. out there. Treat your kids better. Walter was a terrible, and give terrible your, dad. Um, give your dad some credit for the hard work he's doing. And stop Seriously. blaming all dragons on the death of your mom. Walters, come on. Ugh. We just lost all our Walters. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, do you have another big question? I have one left. Yeah. If barbecue wasn't around, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, the only other... Well, it was invented when dragons started I roasting. in this world, we could... Meat we could for deposit humans. that barbecue means a cooking method over dragon's fire. We could say that. Yeah. That that big that big answer is not that bad. I, I would I would take that. There we go. I, I wish that was, was the answer, answer I gave you, other than just yes. Uh, it was uh, it's it, it would uh, it would still be hard to swallow that in in Britannia they'd be using a Spanish bastardization of a Native American word. But at least I'd have to <laughs> give it to them in that sense. My other question was um is uh, well that's where you know so i guess my real answer is that's where she went when she traveled across the seas she, she, she traveled to, to the, the new, new world. world and then made her way back four also played real fast and loose with geographical locations just, and how yeah. fast you could travel oh, yeah. between things you can travel she was between, like yeah. game of thrones season sixing it like through that world yeah <laughs> um 
my my oh, uh, yeah. my other big question was in this world in this Dragonheart universe are are dragons just angels like are there no angels as we think of them in our world are dragons the angels that come from heaven and do good for man and if do well enough they can go back to heaven like it just feels yes. to me like it just it's a lateral move it just replaces our angels with dragons who are just filling the void of angels and and i don't think that's actually oh yeah no i guess that's my big uh, question is yeah. is do you think that was a purposeful decision yeah i think it was intentional yep yeah absolutely it certainly borrows on like a a lot of um early um judeo-christian like angelic Mm -hmm. iconography like the language of angels and the nephilim and all of that stuff that has since been like removed from you even have the fallen angel of griffin established Mm -hmm. exactly so um yeah i do think it's meant to borrow heavily and, and trade on because that i was thinking of how how just like interesting it was that this world like exists just as as it did for us in the middle ages it's just there are also dragons right. like the church which is like the reigning force of the middle ages is like just cool with dragons yep. and i was like oh maybe that's because they're like pro-dragon well, I mean, like, if you look at all of the high church holidays and a lot of the iconography, it's all borrowed stuff as, like, the Roman Catholic Church moved into an area they would borrow and trade on established lore and imagery and iconography and, and just And if you move it. into an area that already um, has a living, breathing, fire-breathing dragon, you probably should adopt it and not, like, and say, like, yeah, right, yeah, not piss it and off. be like, no, we're anti-your dragons. Oh, okay, my dragon's going right. to eat you. Well, my, our dragon yeah. is anti you. You never want to be <laughs> on the anti side of a dragon. You never want to be on the uh, civilist no, civic side of not. a dragon. Should chew you up. Throw you in the lake. You, throw you in the yeah. lake. That was so savage. It was, it was good to see. It was good so to see. Effortless. You know what I mean? It oh, was yeah. Like it just showed the whole movie. She was just holding back the whole time. because She never wanted to harm anybody. Yep. And then she was like, well, okay. Well, yeah. Yep. Come up. Still not the best come up. It's what we're getting there. No, 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 no. Uh, final question. Will the next movie be the reboot? The time is now. I think so. I think if you're going to do it, I think if you wait much longer than this and just keep doing these like direct to video mm-hmm. prequels, I think you missed the time is opportunity. now. So, uh, who's ever in charge of these, you got our blessing. Go ahead. Three, three movies in five years. That is That's impressive. impressive. Three good movies in five years. Yep. Listen, we we had some problems with them, but we we liked them. Yeah, we liked them. We liked them. That was my last. Yeah, no, it's time. It's it's time. It's what the world needs. The world needs the old code. I agree. The old code. Couldn't tell you what the old code is. Basically, don't be a don't be a d bag. I sketch. Choose the old code as my own. I am hereby sworn to valor to speak only the truth. To use arms to defend the helpless, to use might to uphold the weak. My heart knows only virtue. My wrath will undo the wicked. I can see Sketch's eyes reading right now. Don't let that. I never claimed. I never claimed I wasn't reading it. No, thank you, Sketch. You said you Uh, know what the old code was, so I read the old code to you. Didn't know what it was. Thank you. Um, it's a pretty badass. Oh, it's a great code. Who could argue that code? Like honestly, who could argue that code? Sworn to valor, you know speak who should have truth, had that code. You know, arms to defend the helpless. If only that were the code of the Jedi. Yeah. 
Maybe the new Jedi. Maybe Ray Ray Skywalker's new Jedi. Oh, spoiler alerts for Rise of Skywalker. Rise um, of yeah. Use might to uphold the weak. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. Art knows only virtue. Like that right. That right there would have fixed every aspect of of like yeah. the Star Wars universe and the like the uselessness yeah. of the Jedi if they used their might to Or how about this one? My weak. wrath to undo the wicked. Done. It's like there you go. There's permission right. to be wrathful Done. when yep. it's be when wrathful. it's needed. Don't when just it's always be a little anyway. needed. Um anyway. Now it's time for we need a stinger for sketches best comeuppance. Uh okay, I'll see sketches what I can best. do. Long time listeners, write in. Send us your submissions. Best comeuppance. Mm, I think I think you get some. I think that was not on in the tank. That was just for this this yeah. episode. Work on it. Best comeuppance for the entire five movie uh, anthology comes to us from Dragonheart Vengeance. That would be the fifth movie in the uh, series, the one twenty twenty. And the best comeuppance comes from Darius. When he slices the hand off of the man in the bar who is trying to rob the farmer boy. Uh, I loved that comeuppance because uh, Darius immediately goes, oh, I was aiming for the pouch. It was unintentional comeuppance, but very deserved. That is what gets Sketch's best comeuppance of the universe. Uh, I thought they were just, really? Was that really comeuppance? comeuppance. That guy was a dick and he deserved his hand chopped off. I thought they were just pulling an Obi-Wan, like doing a Star Star Wars homage. That's that was one of the number one times I thought he was Jack Sparrowy when he thought he was doing something heroic yeah. and badass and he actually right. he actually did help, but he didn't Messed do up. it as he intended. Yeah. Um no, I was like I was very satisfied in that level of retaliation that that man got. That's what sure. that's what to me makes a good comeuppance. That is why Willow gets a low comeuppance score for me. Low comeuppance, that, right? That man deserved Shit in the mouth. much yeah. worse. Way, way, way worse. worse. Yeah. This guy, I'm with you. like to make great comeuppance, it has to be just a little bit beyond what what would be justice, <laughs> right? Like, like if it was just a slap on the wrist, then it would be like justice. But he got his whole arm cut, his whole hand cut off at the wrist. That's whole hand cut off. Yeah. That's classic definition comeuppance. I'm right so, there with you, Sketch. There you go. That's the comeuppance. That brings us so, to Shades of Sketch recommendations. Perfect. You want to? You want to take yours? You want to take your first one? Yeah, uh, I'm going to recommend something that I, I had, a, may, and maybe some point in the future we'll end up doing it. Uh, maybe not, but I uh, on Netflix I watched uh, recently Killing Gunther which is uh, a mockumentary about a team of hitmen and women professional killers trying to assassinate the world's greatest professional killer. Um, and it's... It's a mockumentary? It's a, it's a mockumentary. My interest is um, And... And it's just, it's so, it never takes itself too seriously. It's like a movie maker's action comedy movie. Um, It almost has like a scary movie vibe to it where it's like purposefully like, 
it's not quite schlock. Like it's actually really good for the budget that they have. Um, and it's, it's written by and directed by Taryn Killam. Taryn sure. Killam. I don't know. Killam? Writers and directors. Um, the cast is Arnold Schwarzenegger, Taryn Killam, Hannah Simone, Kobe Smulders, and Bobby wow. Moynihan. Um, it's like a huge cast. It's super low budget, but it like it. It's great. It's a perfect combination of like low budget, special like computer effects and practical offense. Super funny. Um, just twists that you will not see coming. I have not laughed so hard in a very long time. And it was just a fun, quick. I think it's like 90 minutes. It was just fun. It's like the type of it feels like a movie that my friends and I would have tried to make with our like VHSC camera in like the remember late 90s. Things. But yeah, like, yeah. do you remember doing that? Oh, yeah. Did you ever do yeah, that? Yeah. Or like or like filming your action figures to yeah, make, yeah, like, like a chase little, scene little or like motion. Legos or yeah. something. It yeah, really it's times. like it's and it's so good. It's so, like the performances are fabulous. This, the story is really fun um, and it's just it's just outrageously funny while at the same time totally implausible yet 100% believable killing Gunther all right killing Gunther on Netflix. I'll have to check it out on Netflix uh, for my okay. recommendation I am going to uh, recommend actually something in a similar vein to my last recommendation which was Tabletop simulator, you know, if you're trying to get your board gaming on in these yep. COVID quarantining times. There's another option for you, which I've been tinkering around with lately. It's uh, it, All it is is a website. It's called uh, BoardGameArena.com. And uh, oh. you just, you, it, it's free to play. I think if you're hosting a game, it's a very nominal fee. Um, but you, uh, you, you make a little, you know, profile. And then there are hundreds of board games that have kind of been digitized it's not like a vr like Ooh. experience like tabletop simulator but i played yep. a couple like i think seven wonders if you've ever played seven wonders which is a, a fun fun um i haven't uh it's like a fun group game that you can play they did a really good job of, of incorporating that into the digital format and really like keeps it moving along i just played cool. dragon heart which is not affiliated with the movie franchise. Uh, thought it oh, might be, okay. but it wasn't. But that was a fun little two-player game. And what I really like about it is, you know, you set these games up with your friends or just random strangers online. And um, you can set them up as either real-time, like you can all be talking over, you know, the internet like this and just be playing the game. Or you can set it up as turn-based so that, you know, you take a turn and then it emails your friend. Oh, and whenever cool. they can log in, they do their turn. And so you can just have, like, games going. Uh, for a long period of time. Again, it does not replace classic in-person board gaming. Right. But if, yeah. If you're still, that's okay. You know, still being hesitant with your social gatherings, as I think Which you I should am. be. It's not gone yet. Thank you. Um. No. You know, it's a good way to yeah, spend it fills, some time. It fills that you know that little part of your life if that's what you're missing. Board games. So. What's that? What's that? Board uh, game again, arena. Sketch? board game arena there it is hey there it is so um you know I, I won't recommend any specific game on it just tinker around look what you like it's just a it's a cool service to figure out how to get your friends together and play a game together 
Oh, and you can play in your browser on all devices mm -hmm. without an app. That's mm -hmm. smart. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Oh, and so they're like, that's cool. They're like rebranded games that you know and love. Yeah, and I and uh, many of them are like officially licensed by the the game developer and free to play. Free to play. So I, like amazing. I said, I think if you, I have yet to host a game. I've just played in other people's games. I think if you're, you're the yeah, host, you have. I think you have to have like a um like a, almost like a premium membership to the site but i think it's like two dollars so it's super super affordable that's yeah uh, especially I'm, I'm considering that. how expensive real board games are if you are yes so, yeah there you go board game arena that's something to keep you occupied during these times while you're still waiting to get out on your Thank road you sketch i there you go i just signed up very good we'll have to play a game together because i yes please oh uh, we should play a game of Dragonheart. that's what we should play oh yeah let's sounds like a plan well um now that we've made it to i i would imagine this is like the bottom of the cave it seems to be kind of narrowing I, yeah. and uh you know we've spent two hours talking about Dragonheart walking in this cave and um do you see what i see and i i feel like we're i i you know i do you know we've been talking about how there are three missing dragons in the Dragonheart universe dragons and here are three dragon heart dragon I think it's a no-brainer. I think from this episode, we got to take these three dragon heart eggs. Yep. Here, here. Right. Let's, uh, let me, uh, they're, oh, they're heavier than right, I thought. Right, oh, right, whoa, right. whoa! I think we should take these two dragon heart eggs. Yeah. This well, you, is you take that one, and I'll better. take this one. Yeah, technically yeah. better because we would have fought over yeah. that third, and then we would have had we would have had a whole new battle of of hearts uh, fire yeah. on our hands. Um, fire. As a matter of fact, let just. We'll we'll edit this out. Shades, uh, there are two dragon <laughs> eggs here, and uh, in, in in no way have have we committed any yes. sort of no. uh, grievous uh, uh, neglect upon a, a, a baby dra dragon. Baby dragon, no. Who would and who would put that on the air if yes. they did? No, yeah, irresponsible. Very. So that's perfect. You're gonna You'd cut out to, that last yeah, part, right? Of, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, with all the editing, exactly. All all the editing Excellent. that I do. Perfect. And then, of course, this as well. Yes. And then, and then this, this part. And this, yeah. Perfect. It's like Spaceballs. It's just going and going and going. <laughs> so I guess, guys. Now that we edited all of that out. Yeah. And now, now we should do the official. And that. Yeah, and that right. too. So guys, we'll see you see next, next time. time. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative LLC. All rights reserved 2020. Yeah.